Oh, Eagle Gardens. Eagle. Wow, man. Totally bots that shit up. Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. Episode 389. The wormhole. A total botched beginning to this episode. Where's my mind at? Cheers, everybody. Hopefully, we get a couple of you guys. Tuning in. Uh, oh, I don't even want to watch that. Johnny Kennedy, Jack Greenstock. How you guys doing? Fred Pill. How you guys doing? Chat popped out here. Popped out. Windows closed. Done. Done. Hopefully, you guys had a great Monday. What you guys smoking one? Blackwood's all good. Cheers to you, my friend. Let's see you in the chat. Check in, popping in, growing me, seeking knowledge. Cheers to you, awesome. Good. Dad Goblin. How you doing? Cheers. What up? What up? Eagle. What up, Jack? How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Good to see you. You as well, man. What you smoke down tonight? Funny enough, a little bit of uh, Velvet Punch F2. I'm just de-seeding the first bud from, uh, I've got some F3 seeds here. So it was a pollinated crop. And although most of it will be dry sifted basically and de-seeded, uh, I'll take an occasional bud here and there, and break it apart, pull some seeds out myself and smoke some of the flower or in this case, vaporize some of the flower. I enjoyed it. I actually got, uh, I don't know actually uh, what, you know what they are, but the seeds from the Velvet Punch mm-hmm. uh, actually going into flower here real soon. I did drop three of them just to see, just to see. What was that. Did you, it, right? um, did you have any phenos that you, I know that you said as a tester, you normally run stuff twice before you give the report. Did you keep any cuts of the Velvet Punch that you ran a second time? And did you notice any difference from seed to um, versus from clone? And cheers, John. I did not uh, clones off, to be honest with you. And I was kicking myself because I did enjoy both phenos that, that did I had problems with. But uh, yeah, it just things went sour with the, the cloner at that time. So, yeah, I didn't. Unfortunately, not. I didn't get cuts of that or the Monte Delight either. So, nothing from that time. It's all gone. It's all gone. I was just listening to uh, you talk to Canna Queen about that <laughs> event because I was finishing part two of the 420 episode. I, I watched all of part one and I'm like 90% of the way through part two. So, good stuff to rewatch. So, how are you doing tonight, Eagle? How are you doing tonight, brother? Good, good. Getting some shit done. Got a lot of stuff done today. Yeah, I did some running around. Picked up some things. Bought the same amount of groceries I did last month, and it cost me $30 more. 
Looks like shit's going up. <laughs> and good old Jay Powell will say that there's not inflation yet, but it it's here for sure. Lumber and every a whole bunch of other stuff. But like Eagle saying, oh, yeah. there's people that are sitting on lumber. Oh yeah, you'd have to. I mean, yeah, there's people right now that talk. Uh, normally, if they would, they would recommend you do some remodeling and stuff like that. They're 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 telling everybody, yeah, I wouldn't even step into it, just because of the costs. It's changed so much. It's just way 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 out of proportion. So that's going to slow a lot of stuff down too. I saw something today that uh, kind of freaked me out, tripped me out at the same time. <laughs> there was a, a there was a lady that went up onto a porch and started giving this guy a hard time, right? And another lady comes out of the house and starts yelling at that lady. And for whatever reason, what happened, I'm not sure. But the next scene that you've seen, she's sitting out on the front on a lawn chair, looking at the house, the lady that ran up on the porch. And you can see inside the doorway that there's flames. This lady literally set the house on fire with people inside it. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> that's uh pe people are losing their mind man that's all i gotta say about things right now you know what else people Jay, are losing their mind us. about that it's johnny santec fucking shout out to i think it was uh weedus 207 or uh somebody else just posted they had like roots in nine days or something and they made like a 50 cell tray thing Using the uh, sand to root their cuttings. I'm calling it Johnny Tech. <laughs> hashtag Johnny Tech. Hashtag Sand Tech. It's it's not my tech. It's it's a fruit tree tech. I just brought it to the nation. No no no. It's Johnny Tech now. <laughs> Nobody else was fucking rooting no cannabis clones in sand, and you're fucking over here. When you pulled that seven day, your second result was even better, and it was faster than your first result. And yes. your your reaction to when you pulled that clone out of the sand and we all saw it fucking just rooting out the sides. That was some convincing shit. I'm like, I have no reason to turn my clone around again. Like, <laughs> I'll pay more than $5 in electricity over the lifetime using it and cleaning up collars and all that bullshit. I'm like, I might even fill the bottom of the cloner with fucking sand. And then That's stick what the I'm saying. Stick the cuts. <laughs> Right in there through the collar because I got those permaclone collars, so they're easy to keep clean and it'll keep the yeah. moisture in there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I I got another that? bean. I got another bean popped out over here in the sand, so it works. It works for the sand. I mean, it works for the beans too. So I've got uh, I got three sprouts that came out of the sand already, and I've already transplanted those. And the way I did it was, is I just took my spoon into the bottom of it. I think from now on, I'm going to use a screwdriver, a flathead, because it's a lot narrower. It won't do as much damage if I do anything. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be able to poke in and kind of lift at the same time. 
and uh, I think that'll work out better. But I, I took them out, and then I put, I, you know, it worked out great, and they're already, they're already doing good in the uh, the new medium that they're in. And of course, I transfer a little bit of sand with it, so it's got the same stuff right there around the roots, you know. And that's part of a natural base soil, sand, salt, and clay, and then yeah. the organic matter, you know. So I mean, it makes sense that it is working. I just wouldn't have expected it on its own to be so effective, but it seems like it's exactly. working great. And they use it in All other industries, so it makes sense. Yeah. And they, they've been using it forever in the uh, fruit tree business, which is something that I just found out. And that's why I like to watch a lot of the garden shows, because I pick up different little tips and traits or tricks, you know, that I can uh, transfer them over to us, use them in our, our area. I like thinking outside the box. And did you guys happen to uh, check out uh, Las Vegas book? Uh, oh gosh. No, I can't even think of his name all of a sudden. Anyways, he built a, he built a, a, a sift machine. <coughs> I've seen like, lots of people build sift machines. Well, the way this is built is it's on a motor and it's got two containers and the motor has a shaft going through it with a, a container with the, um, with the sift aligner on the outside of it. You put your, your frozen material inside of it and it turns it on and it sits there and it turns really slow, really quiet and it collects the sift out of it. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that, or the pollinator, or tumble now, or. Yeah. I thought that was really ingenious that somebody's thinking outside the box and making their own little thing. All into that kind of stuff. I was actually interested to hear Breeder Steve talking about people using in himself liquid nitrogen because it was so cheap and accessible for culinary purposes. And then also, uh, I really liked what he had to say about particle separators and all this stuff existing in other industries like we were just talking about with gardening. You took tech from another gardening sector and used it. He was talking about using particle separation, which they use for other things and have really established. So like for dry sift, the particle separation stuff and in other industries, they've got really down. Like somebody asked, and it might even been Red Pill, about static tech. And uh, he mentioned that they, that's when he brought up the particle separation, if I remember correctly. But it's fascinating that there are other industries out there that- Wait, wait me, me and well. Reader Steve on the same panel together? Maybe it wasn't you. It was uh, on 420 on Eagles, okay. part two. Okay. Someone asked. Well, I've, I've definitely mentioned before liquid nitrogen. A lot of, you know, we talk, certain things turn people off. A lot of people, as soon as they hear about liquid nitrogen, they're like, what am I going to freeze my hand off? And it's just going to shatter. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> eh. Actually, to, to make everyone feel more comfortable, you can look up a video 
about like nitro, uh, liquid nitrogen being safe. And there's a guy that literally fills up like a little Dixie cup and splashes it in his face. And he goes through the whole uh, physical, whatever, uh, description of what's going on. And when a cold liquid substance hits like a heated substance, it creates like a gas barrier that protects you from the cold liquid of whatever it is. But it's like one of those like uh, uh, click, you know, triggers. It's like, oh, someone's going to fucking splash liquid nitrogen in their face. But then you watch the video and everything turns out fine. He explains why. Scientific explanation. But yeah, I feel totally safe around liquid nitrogen. Like I said, that's how I would prepare live resin for um, solvent extraction. So you can technically do the same thing in a tumbler. Dump a whole bunch of liquid nitrogen on a fresh clipped buds right off of a living plant. It's going to make them little ice rocks. You tumble them in a tumbler. There's only one problem. You're getting frozen ice crystals with your sift. So then you're basically making bubble ash in the form of dry sift. So now you have to go through a preparation of drying or making that dry sift dry to not let those ice crystals just melt and make water and hash mixture. I've seen some of those uh, tumblers that inject CO2 in there to get it super cold. And that's one process. But a lot of people, the thing that turns them off about liquid nitrogen is not so much the safety of like working with it it's the they just don't like any solvents at all they'd rather go pure dry oh, sift like with just that the air classify that as a solvent it's just a mechanism of getting material cold the, the, the air itself is 79 percent nitrogen i wouldn't know why people would be turned off of that there's well, no i mean water process. is the the universal solvent yeah well that's I mean, there's no solvent. There's, there's literally there's nothing there's literally no solvent. There, there's no solution with liquid nitrogen and cannabis. There's nothing coming into, there's no solubility of something in liquid nitrogen. It's just a get something that's gas turned into a liquid. You know, I think if not. people were categorizing it, like if you went to a shop and they're like, this is liquid nitrogen extracted, people would consider that like- well, wouldn't be, that, would be, like said, that would be a misterminology of the word extraction. There's no extraction in a liquid nitrogen sifted process you're just saying that liquid nitrogen is there to assist the dry sifting it's just getting right. cold <clears throat> it would be, well even like people would call like essential oils an extraction but it's not essential oil is a definition for steam distilled oils an extraction would be those those oils that were pulled off with the solvent so in essential oil chemistry, there's essential oils. That's anything that derived from a steam distillation. And then there's absolute, <clears throat> and that's derived from solvent you know, extraction, either alcohol or uh, hexane. But yeah, liquid nitrogen should never be conflated as a solvent. So I got me a leaf that's got a little bit of, or one of my plants got a little bit of uh, albino stuff going on it. That's kind of cool. Leaf variegation, is that what that is? Is that what that's called? I don't know, or did you spray something on it, Johnny? What'd you do? Oh, no, 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 no. Or leaf variegation? 
yeah, I didn't spray anything on it. Let me, I'll show you what it looks like. Rather, rather interesting. What's up, Smiley? How you guys doing? Good, good. Monday, Monday. Yeah, check that baby out right there. Yeah. Rather cool, huh? Pretty cool. <laughs> I like that stuff. Anything weird in the plant, it belongs in my garden. You know? What's yeah. strange? Freak show? Yeah. Any, not, the, not the strange freak show, weird. but it's good. You're gonna have Johnny's uh, crazy yeah. canvas house or something. Well, I got my crazy hazy in the corner over here, you know, and that's from one of mine that came up looking like a cauliflower, you know, so it turned out pretty good. It's got a nice flavor, good hit. When it's uh, when it's midway into flower, I'd say about maybe two thirds of the way in there, it starts, it gives off a really sweet aroma. And then it starts, uh, it starts hazing out on me. After that, starts changing. But it has a nice, a nice, fruity, sweet flavor. I love that. <clears throat> I'm rolling up. I rolled up some blue lime pie. I'll smoke some of that here. Yeah, yeah. Blue Line Pie has some damn good smoke, Smiley. It is. Do they? Anybody? It, is, it is, man. It's so unique. It's still one of my favorite. I've got one of these uh, <clears throat> things that sometimes people use on joints. I think they call it a mouthpiece. It's from Moose Labs. And um, it's funny because I've always been told vaporizing is like a lot better for your health, blah, blah, blah. And like I was a bong smoker as well as a vaporizer. But now like 95% of what I do is vaped and I got myself and my wife one of these little things for the bong to uh it like filters the smoke or whatever that comes through and they have these little things on the top <clears throat> that normally you'd have to replace if you're smoking but I've had it for a few weeks now and vaporizing it doesn't get dirty at all but my wife's bong over here uh, I'll show you oh my mouthpiece isn't even in there I bet it's, it's all gunk up. I'm sorry, Smiley. What? I was gonna say, I bet it's surprising what that shit catches. Yeah, and no, I'm. I'll go find it. It's around here somewhere. Maybe turn on the lights. Cheers. What up, Smiley? Too much, man. Getting some, uh, I'm I'm on here with no internet service, so I don't know how it seems to be working pretty well right now. But I'm on my hotspot on my phone, so we'll oh, see. Oh, nice! How many trees did you have dropped? There were uh, pretty much four, and then four a row of, of like shrubs and stuff was all pulled out. So. See, I had trees cut down today, and they uh, 
one of the branches. Well, they they had to disconnect the cable line in order to get the tree out of the way. So, <laughs> in one way or another. <laughs> I didn't tell the cable company that a branch fell on it and snapped the cable line. I just said, well, I had a tree removed today, and they said they had to disconnect the cable line and that I should call you guys to get it reconnected. So that's I just... <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Otherwise, man, they're going to freaking charge me for that shit. Don't guarantee. But I'll, I mean, I'll have to go to, back to the tree guy with it, but whatever, but... To reconnect. So yeah, reconnect. So I thought it was anything on the inside of the house was your responsibility. Anything outside the house was theirs. That might be. Hopefully, hopefully that's it. That's what they tell me when, like, if I have them call about my internet and there's a problem. Well, if the problem's inside the house, we're gonna have to charge. But if it's from, you know. The box to the house. Well, it's us. Uh, well, your problems right. outside the house is that motherfucker that's hacked in there and keeps fucking with you. And I had to fucking. <laughs> it took me a minute to actually set up my VPN today. Uh I actually had to go through and delete my cookies and shit like that before it would fire up today. I was like, "Oh shit, getting tricky." Yeah, it's real. So, it was, uh, so the cable line, the internet line was the only thing. Uh, did you have them drop and leave or did they take everything? No, they took everything. Stumps ground and not have all that shit, but I don't know. I had enough going. I didn't want to move around a bunch of fucking wood chips. I just didn't feel like dealing with it right now. Like, I don't know. Just take them. We'll get them later. <laughs> but I was thinking of using them around the yard, composting, having... I had big ambitions for it all, and then I was like, eh, you know, it kind of sucks fucking shoveling wood chips like that. <laughs> no, uh, totally unrelated, but coincidence i had a cable outage too cable and internet outage a few hours maybe like five hours i don't know what it was caused by but just ironic same thing kind of happened might have been might yep. have been. it has been windy the last few days it did pound down a storm too it was nice kind of all day and then a storm came like right around when it got dark, eight o'clock, sometime around there. But power was out and back on before then, so I don't know what caused it. Nice, yeah, it was raining cats and dogs. It's raining cats and dogs here right now. Yeah, which kind of screws me because I can. I'm sure I'll be able to find a dry spot. But I started. I've started my war against the, the vehicles already i sent one in yesterday and uh ha having all the brake lines redone all ball, ball joints fixed i'm like fuck it since you got it you might as well you'll have the tires off might as well do those ball joints for me i was gonna do them anyway 
And then on the one truck, I got, uh, I slid under there today. <laughs> I fucking Hummer. I Hummer. Fuck it. But I uh, re- reached under there and sure shit. And I, I've been hearing some uh, a lot of vibration or feeling, I should say, in a clunk. And I was hoping it wasn't a transmission, but I slid under there today, and there's a lot of fucking play in the in the drive shaft in the universals. So I went and got me some universals today to work on that vehicle, and I've ordered some training parts for the other vehicles to kind of, the other truck to kind of get it running. So hopefully, I have the whole arsenal running here within the week and a half. Tired, tired. Of this war, I'm going to win this time. <laughs> Fleet is back in service, huh? Get that going. Be good. I don't blame you for shipping it out, man. Brake lines and ball joints, that's two shitty ass jobs to do. Well, I don't mind ball joints, but man, that brake line where it meets at uh, the, uh, the ABS system module at the underneath the truck there where they all gang up. Man, that was a closer fuck. I could just see it. I could just see the rust. And I actually, I actually pinched off the line today and fucking drove that fucker to the. <laughs> I got under there and I fucking followed it all the way back. I'm like, I don't know if this is it. It could be gas line. I'm getting close. I'm feeling wet. And then it snapped. And I was like, ah, that was it. <laughs> I pulled that motherfucker down and it broke like two times in six inches. Snap. Snap. And uh, I've got the guy on the phone and he's like, well, maybe we could do the one. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck that, man. I drive that thing fucking everywhere. I don't want to be halfway across the state when the next one goes. You know what I mean? Besides that, I may want one of my daughters to drive it. I especially don't want one of the motherfuckers breaking when they're in it. So yes, well, fuck the, it. I, there's no, there's the next one's gonna ew. blow, and you got to do an emergency stop too. You know, what I mean, all of a sudden you need your fucking brakes. That's when they blow too. You jam on them somewhere or whatever, you know. Yeah, that pressure. Boom. Yeah. But uh, ball joints aren't so bad though. I mean, especially removal. I mean, anymore you can press them up, man. They're lower. No, my impression. No, my vehicles, they're all pressed. And then they're not hard to get out. I was getting them in. The other. Uh, I got a press. But I, yeah, I usually fucking take that fucking mini sledge to them bitches and fucking. <laughs> Three, four good strikes. You could usually have them fuckers laying on the floor with the fucking mini sledge. Save a little time. Yeah. Well, I picked up my uh, dry stall today. For your car? The uh, no, the uh, for the pumice rock. The pumice rock, you know, that I was talking about. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's going to be my car. next. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be my next uh, my next experiment kind of thing. Nice. Right there. That's how small it is. Very light. Cost me twenty bucks for uh, for forty for a forty pound bag. From where? So I guess you could say it's 
from a um, from a horse place. Horse place. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, feed. You think that's like, a, like a feed? Do you think that's something a quarry would have? I'm surrounded by quarries. So I, I always wonder like what kind of rock and what kind of aeration and all that, what kind of rock dust. Crystals, they're quartz quarries. Crystals. There's crystals all over the damn yeah. place. It's littered with crystals. <clears throat> well, I would, uh, I would go down there and scoop up some and give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I want to know if that's the place to go through for like that kind of granular uh, soil aeration slash what you're using at floors slash hempy, you know, uh, whatever. If it is lava rock, if it is pumice, if it is perlite, anything like that or a substitute thereof, you know, there's got to be something good to use. Or just pure rock dust, you know, and act, like I said, it powderized and ground down to dust. Yeah, I don't see why I couldn't take this stuff here and just add it into my soil as well. Mm -hmm. Seems like it would, uh, would work okay. But I'm going to try, uh, I'm going to try doing a container with this stuff in it and try doing a rooting in that one as well to see how it does. For some uh, some clones. Got to try. Got to try. Did we lose you, Smiley? No, I'm just in the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Typing in chat. I was at. I was answering uh, Mr. Sato, Scato. Sorry about that. Not Japanese, I guess. <laughs> but the uh, about plant count four by four. If you'd be better off with four plants, don't scrog or having six plants in there. And I, I think, think his name is. I think the more uh, plant depth. Sorry about that. No, I, I, I interrupted on you. I was blowing out. Go ahead, Smiley. Uh, no, I was just going to say the more, I think the more plants you have, the better off you're going to be. But I think there's also a limit on, um, you know, the amount of light and the amount. There's other variables in that, too. <laughs> so, you know, the old saying used to be watts equals yield. But I do think there is some thought to number of plants in the soil and the volume of soil or growing media but i know cocoa guys will yell at me about that because they grow them in fucking solo cups all day long so i was gonna say if you get, plant as far as yield goes i think the more root space in the light or or like said if plant count isn't an issue then just see a green it and what 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 space was it in four by four four by four yeah, dude, I would just put like uh, six or eight inch pots and there do like 25 or 36 plants. If you don't mind having that many clones to take. I think at one point, and then we grow, right? you can either grow one huge plant 
under light and sprocket, you can grow a whole bunch of plants under a plant. And that, but at some point, my OCD kicks in, and it always has to be congruent or uh, uniform. So it has to be one, or then it has to be four plants, or then it has to be sixteen plants, or then it has to be twenty-five. You know, it can't always can't be an uneven amount of plants or plants staggered or something like that. So. I guess anything after that, I guess it's only veg time that you would consider. You grow on one plant under light, the longest amount of veg, uh, veg time. You're growing 36 plants under a light, no veg time, right from clump. That's a whole lot of clones. Of course, I, I got. Still think, uh, I think there's a lot of weight to it with what um, Grandmaster Level was talking about with, uh, you know, the amount of watts that you have is one of your limiting factors, so your light availability. And then the other thing that he found as far as like reaching yield, and he uses, he was using peat moss base, I believe, um, like pro mix or whatever. And he was finding that 60 gallons of soil media was what he found was great for a thousand <clears throat> so that would yeah. translate into like whether you were having you know a fifth you would have like four 15 gallon yeah he, we've six, talked about this before. 10 gallon me and uh seven so. me and surrounded by keith were actually on uh gml's i don't know first five or 15 lives that he ever did but we talked about the same thing because back then i was growing in a three by three the 315 ceramic metal halide, and I was growing nine two-gallon plants. And he did the equation. He's like, okay, yeah, nine two-gallon plants. That equals, we said, whatever that would be, 18, 20 gallons of plant, you know, per that 315. That, that was in his uh, container space to wattage ratio that he liked. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, it didn't work out, but ideally, it, I don't know. I forget what the grams per watt would be, but uh, it would be actually around just a little under or a little over. It'd be like 440, 450 grams from a, hundred, uh, a 315 watt ceramic metal halide in a three by three from nine plants in two gallon pots. Obviously, all the same variety and how I usually did plan or uh, topped twice to get four colas. So. Cheers, Indra. I hope you're doing well. I just seen you in chat. Looks like you is most definitely come back there, but man, still, you are doing well, sir. You want to join in? You do have that number, Indra. Cheers. Oh, what the heck is that? Is That's that chatting? Yeah. Dang, that could be a, 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 a what a coaster. <laughs> Dang, that thing's huge. Much this way is, this is finely sliced rock slice. 
thinners. Piece. When it's thinned out, it's not as uh, thick and dark. Wow. Oh, pretty nice. Yeah, it is. I just broke off a dab. I, I had the instinct. I hear Indra and I have BHO sitting in front of me, so it's going to provoke a dab. So, Jack, yep. you never really did get to tell us syndrome and all that. I mean, you briefly touched on it, but you didn't really get get too much into it. How was all that? I didn't, I didn't really hear what you said. It kind of cut off a little bit. I heard. I said, last time I talked to you, I was asking you about the, the honeymoon there, basically, the second anniversary. Is it, was it slash honeymoon? Second anniversary slash honeymoon? I thought, so. I thought so. So I never really got to ask you about. Uh, we I, I started asking you about it, but I don't think we really discussed when you made it up to uh, Sun Grown and all that. Uh, how that went? So we stopped at Sun Grown's for a couple hours, smoked a few joints with them, <clears throat> got to hang for a bit. We weren't planning to stay there for the night or anything. It was just. Uh, on the way through, but it was really nice to meet him. He was extremely generous. He hooked me up with a few different varieties from Humboldt Seed Company, one being Jelly Ranchers. Another one uh, was like a garlic something, but super excited to pop those at some point. He was a very gracious host. I got to meet his lady and uh, Vigo, his giant dog, and then a little dog that I can't remember the name of, but it was very cute. And uh, saw his, it was cool to see his whole setup, like his six plant grow is so much larger than my six plant grow would be because he's outdoor and uh, having a hundred gallon pot, seeing where it came from. And like, he had like a baseball bat club from one of the stalks that's like hanging on the wall. Like he has like his computer set up or whatever, oh, like right next to it. <laughs> this thing, it's like bigger than my head, the stock. And it's literally like, I want to say where he cut it, you know, just the carcass, there's like some nubs on it and stuff. And it's probably five or six feet tall. And this thing is like super light, but super solid. You know, it's just like crazy. Wow. It's dried out over time, but uh, he was a super cool dude and had great smoke. I got to smoke on some of the, uh, I think it's cosmic blue. It's one of the Humboldt Seed Company's Gorilla Glue crosses that he really likes. And Sun Grown, he rolls up some badass joints. So we had a good old time. Took some dabs on the Puffco with him. And uh, I wish I would have had more time. We were kind of just bouncing around up there, you know. We only had uh, so much time. I, I stayed over at Aaron the Grower's place for the night, um, one of the nights on the honeymoon. It was cool to meet his uh, wife and child and got to see a spot off grid. He's like true off grid living man. He's up there in an undisclosed location. <laughs> and uh, man, it was a great fucking time. He, I have a, uh, in the curador next to me, I have this big old, I'll pull it out, fuck it. I have this giant glob 
of hash rosin from the very generous Aaron the grower. And we've also got some high, high CBN RSO. It's got like seven or eight percent CBN from Aaron. And uh, he gave us a few syringes of that, so a couple grams. But then this is probably, I'd say a little over an eighth still of some hash rosin. And it's a little dark. I guess he said this was his second press, but it's still like delicious. And it honestly, he had the first press stuff with it. And I preferred the second press. It got us all a little bit more medicated, I think. Hit a little bit harder. Something about that decarb. Uh, less turpy, but still really flavorful. It's Garanimals. Um, it's got a little bit of like a cinnamon note, a lot of gas fuel. All I'm smelling right now is velvet punch stuff. Like grape, floral, uh, gasoline. My rolling trust like the old times. He's off. Got when you're saying he's off grid and everything, that means he's completely solar and. He's got a Not well. Solar. They use diesel actually because they get really, really oh, cheap diesel. They have generators. Okay. Um, they're going to transition, I think, in time. But like, I don't want to expose too much oh, for no, legal that's reasons. Okay. But um, yeah, they are, like I said, like, I, I don't want to say more, but man, it's fucking cool to go. They're living a dream. Trees. <laughs> Right? Living a dream. Yes. And being responsible with the land, like taking care of the land and like doing things. It's not like they're using more than they need. They're actually living very, very efficiently and um, growing a lot of their own food and just like the plot he lives on and the people. um, It's just a really cool setup. So I was very fortunate to meet him. I also got to meet up with one of the people I met. Uh, this dude's name is Going Scotty on Instagram. He, uh, I don't want to disclose where he's in. I'll say like around San Francisco or Oakland is a big enough area. But uh, we met him when my wife won a giveaway to meet Tommy Chong. And we went up to LA and smoked out with Tommy Chong for like three or four hours at Lowell Cafe. It was like the best day of my life uh, until the wedding. <laughs> and honeymoon. Right. <laughs> but um, man, it was cool because we... <laughs> have kept in touch with a few of these people in that group that we all got to meet Tommy Chong together with. And we we're like, Hey, we're coming up North. And this one dude was super cool. And he's like, if you're in this area, let's link up. So we did. And I got to see his place and they invited us in and his like smoke room is like a fucking uh, glass shop. You go in there and he's just got bongs, dab rigs. Like he has his whole closet. You slide it open and it's just like fucking bongs. He's not even using them. Just like, filling it up and i just uh he had good music good vibe his wife super cool too i had met her at the uh tommy chong event we were actually sitting next to each other because it was no plus one at the tommy chong thing and um i, w- I grew my own brought my own in and i was sitting at the bar and i had some pre-rolls of my shit and my wife came over and took my jars and showed them to Tommy and he smelled it and, like they actually captured the reaction on video he's like hmm like he like really was like enticed by it so then we let him smoke a few of the joints he's like this is really good my wife's like oh yeah my husband grew that he's sitting over there and he's like tell him to pull up a chair and like all the other people who were there with their significant others were like kind of like scowling at me like this motherfucker's gonna get to go and it said no plus ones but i wasn't gonna like say no to tommy chong so definitely uh, <laughs> sat down and smoked some joints with him 
he tapped out after like probably three, maybe four of them. But he smoked with us for a good two or three hours and hung out for like four, took pictures and everything. It was a unforgettable time. Good time. Completely good time. That's a memory right there. Also got to stop at Dr. Green Thumbs in uh, Slimar, his first ever dispensary. Pick up some Oz Kush, which is uh, OG Kush crossed with uh, Skittles. Pretty good shit. I should show off what the concentrate actually looks like. Maybe I'll take a fucking dab. Got too much light coming on, or maybe not enough. Let's see. Oh, it's got I think the there's a lid seal. on it. Yeah, it's got the lid on it. There you go. I was going to say, it's pretty white. <laughs> there you go. You can see that. Yeah, some of the that lids have these to trap the terps in there a little bit better. But yeah, it's, uh, it's hmm, citrus, fuel, some good stuff. Have you ever had a Green Dot from Colorado? I have not. Everybody talks very highly of them. Uh, Ross Jeff. I heard, I was say, you just didn't hear it from me, right? Other people, right? No, no, no. Uh, and somebody else was like, oh, I I think I was just watching, I swear it was you on the 420 episode talking about it. Or maybe it was um, somebody on the late sesh was talking about when they lived in Colorado, they liked Green Dot as well. Yeah, I've definitely mentioned oh. it. It's really, really good. When I went to Colorado, that was the first taste of something that reminded me of something, you know, that came out of my garden. You know, when you, you kind of get, I'm sure this is a common thing with everyone. You get disappointed when you go to a dispensary and see what's on the shelves. So when I found something that was satisfying, like I said, it was, came from my garden. That was kind of what got me hooked on that. And then it, ten, it ended up being something where like, yeah, me and this guy have to have the same palate because he was doing a bunch of, he was doing a bunch of Bodhi strains, a bunch of DNA strains, a bunch of TGA strains. Like it was like, we have the same palate, fucking strains and flavors. It was uh, Rasta, Rasta Bob and uh, Cass both had three down on 420. <clears throat> And Cass was like, oh, I miss Green Dot. I yeah. think she was in Texas, so maybe she has different concentrate, but she's like... I, I, think, think, I, saw, I, I think I saw her with that, and then that made me nostalgic for it. Yeah, That's what it was, Eagle. You, you remembered it correctly. I'm fucking up. I'm over here fucking all medicated, feeling good. Love the punch is some Sony shit for a purple plant. But I was also smoking on some other stuff. So. I, I was also going to tell you, Jack, uh, I haven't had someone on Tommy Chong's level or at least someone on that kind of appreciation for weed. But uh, there was an incident where uh, Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz, well, Joey Diaz didn't as much pass on the opportunity to smoke as much as Joe Rogan did. I, I offered it to him. I'm like, man, you turned down everyone's weed. You think everyone's a cop. I got this fucking uh, homegrown that's just as good as anything you got out in Cali. And he's like, no, 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 I can't do it. And I'm like, ah, I thought so. And I turned around and went up to Joey Diaz. And before I can even get like three feet from him, he's like, you smell like reefer, cocksucker. So <laughs> and I'm like, you can go out in the back and smoke if you want to. And then 
don't know, it just, something ended up happening where there's security guard and me and my buddy got ended up like, you know, escorted out of the thing. I think we were too uh, open offering the weed to Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan, but that was in Milwaukee. If that would happen in California, it would have been all right, I'm assuming. Was it legal then or not? No, it's not legal That's at all. Right. Technically, right now, up until like the last couple of weeks, decriminalized in Milwaukee. But no, this was not legal in any sort and shape at this time. But I even brought OG for him. I had some kosher kush. Like I said, I, I planned it out. You, I would, I would made sure it wasn't sealed, because I could see, like, you know, honestly, like, say out front or in the like, public eye, being like, especially it being illegal. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, me, if it smelled good enough, <laughs> you're like, yeah, meet me out back. <laughs> but there's, there's one more thing on top of that. Not only was it noticeable by smell. I was wearing a, um, a gauge green shirt that said always running dank and had like a little cartoon character with a big ass jar of weed, like unscrewing it and running off. So I, I was pretty out in the open there. This is, this is uh, one month, about a month and a half before I got busted in 2013. It went pretty brazen at that moment. If, if Joe Rogan would have known any better, he would have took me up on that offer because I offered him some of the flamest weed I've ever grown. So, and and Joey Diaz, like he he didn't he he passed on it, but he's definitely recognized before I even said anything to it. He just smelled it wafting off to me. And it was a thing cool. where. What, Joe, Joe Rogan's kind of weird and more social and like I went up to him and the first thing I said is like I love you and he, he like reached his arms out he's like I love you too buddy and we both hugged in and then uh, that's when I said it like offered him the weed and we took a picture and then I turned around and went up to Joey Diaz and I, th I kind of did the same thing like I went up to him like Joey and then he just had his hands in his pockets and he's, he's and then he didn't even move or flinch. He's like, you smell like reefer cocksucker. And I'm like, oh, wait, I, I probably shouldn't have just like ran up to Joey Diaz and tried to grab him in for a hug, you know, because <laughs> he like said, he's as real as he comes off in the podcast. He's like, he's not hugging fucking strangers and shit like that. <laughs> but, uh, but previous to that, I went to a show and I got to smoke, uh, smoke with Ari Shafir. People know who that is. You got to smoke my uh, Flav or the Flav from uh, Subcool. I grew that out. Actually, too, I, ga I gave him a nug of Slee Stack OG because the same thing happened. Like they're both, they were both, you know, LA or California comedians. So in, in this particular time, I luckily enough had an OG and I wanted to give them both something that they're used to in their state. And I wanted to be like, hey, yeah, you came out here to Wisconsin and I got something just like home, right where you came from. And I, I gave uh, Ari the uh, Slee Stack OG nug. And then I got a grinder from him and he signed it and he said, thanks for the weed. I, st I have that somewhere in, uh, around here in storage that I could dig out. <clears throat> but yeah, we smoked the Flav before and after his show. And that was a weird thing. That was like a thing where 
uh, my my buddy who lives he he was uh, he went to uh, uh, Milwaukee UW uh, Milwaukee, and he was in the uh, part of the the city where all the kids that go to that uh, school live in or rent you know houses in, and that's where this little tiny small comedy club was at. And so he told me, he's like, hey, this place that Ari Shafir is going to be at is literally just across the street from where I live. You want to come up here and go to the show? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Pick me up. And I'm thinking, uh, well, man, you know, I, I, I'm thinking like everyone thinks of it as like I do. And I'm like, oh, here's a big podcast star and a, and a you know popular comedian. And I'm thinking of it. This is before like a lot of those, those people's stardoms. And I thought it was going to be packed. Like it was going to be hard to get into, like wasn't even going to get a ticket to the show let alone get in the building and it was the complete fucking opposite we not only was it no one there but it was just the people that ran the venue or the 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 bar and theater that it was and Ari Shafir was the door guy to the couple that owned the building and Ari Shafir and me and my buddy walked in there and uh, the reason uh, on our way to go up there uh, he he landed and he tweeted. He's like, I'm in Milwaukee. Someone bring me weed. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'm going to be that guy. So we went up there and I'm thinking like, man, I'm not even going to get to see him, let alone get him to try my weed. And it was so awkward because it was completely vacant and it was just like me and him. And that we immediately, the people that own the place and my buddy and me and Ari, we went into the back, what's known as the green room. <laughs> in the comedy thing where everyone just chills and prepares to go on stage and just sat there smoking joints until the fucking show started and then after the show got done after it was all packed like the the bar and the theater area was literally jam-packed with people and the opener and the middle act and then Ari all went to the back with the bar owners and a couple other people and we all started smoking joints again and then me and my homie, me and my buddy were like so ecstatic uh, from that experience. We went back to his little studio apartment and had his buddy come over for another sesh for more joints. And we were like talking and yelling so loud. We were so excited. We're like, well, this happened and that happened. And, blah, blah, blah. and then the people in the thin ass uh, studio apartment things were probably getting so annoying. We're like, oh, dude, we got to go. We got to like leave. And like, because this is this was in Milwaukee. I'm not too far away. And so I'm like, well, we can just crash in my place. So then we have back my buddy's car, went back down to a diner near my house, ate. And then like, I was feeling so happy and stuff. I left like a big tip for the waitress at the diner. Then went back and crashed. And it was, you know, it's like one of those best epic nights. But got Ari Shafir to try some TGA weed grown by me. Back in the day. Awesome. That's a good experience. Mm-hmm. I don't have to take up too much of the wormhole to discuss that, tell that story. Oh, Curdy, a pack of uh, sweet tea. Who did you do? Did you say I Cardi B? Cardi. Oh, Gary oh, McCarty. <laughs> no. No, Gary no. McCarty. I can play that. That's Cardi cool. B, uh, 
It would be probably maybe just as impressive, question mark. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, and I didn't know if there was going to be nowhere to top that, if that, that was the case. Like, I don't got nothing. I'll go on to there. Now, that was a, that's a really big highlight. I like that. I, I was just talking earlier. Uh, that's something that I really want to get to the point of, you know, I want to share an experience with you guys. You know, I want to get back to the point where I, I got some really good weed that I'm satisfied with and really impressed with, and then, you know, go to an event or share it with you guys and have you guys, you know, sample it and see if you feel the same way or have the same reactions that my, my buddies had back in the day that I shared with. You know, and a lot of, you know, same situation. Like a lot of people I would smoke with back in the day would be like 10 years older than me and have 10 years more experience. And then they would tell me I did a good job and it would make me feel good. So just out of curiosity, because they're still kind of chat about it. It's not, not really your favorite artist, is it, Smiley? Or what strain would you homer? Be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, and so that it would, would you be like, oh, cardio B, you gotta grow this brain. <laughs> I'm pretty sure me and Cardi B would have like zero in common. And no, she is, the, uh, no, that's not right. Southern chicks, I think, that's an nasty. That's an unfair nasty. assumption. That's an unfair assumption. How do you know? What do you, you mean? Might be able to. On my side, join. You both like to have fun. There's got to be. I don't know. Smiling, you'd be surprised. I'm sure I can sit and have a joint with her and talk and whatever, carry a conversation. Maybe I don't know. I'd probably, I'd probably get all nervous just fucking starstruck just because, you know what I mean? Just because, like, I don't know. It's weird how that is. You'd be like Eagle trying to handle the gift basket. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Turned three shades of red fucking real quick. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was the deer in the headlights night for sure. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Terribly awkward, mainly because uh, <laughs> Lexi was in chat was a good, good awkwardness on that. I mean, super, <laughs> I, I, there was just so many reasons why that that whole uh, better, better forgot, better forgot. Better gone, but never forgotten. It's never getting forgotten. No, fuck no. That memory will stay long, around long time. <laughs> we all learned lessons in our growth on the path of uh, becoming better at what we do. You know? So... I think it definitely made you reevaluate everything in a good way. So something good. There's a silver lining that came of it. Definitely. You know, uh, 
She was actually in chat a few nights ago. It actually shout staggered out to me. Babe. Just it, it staggered me almost just as much. I mean, for about eh, about twenty seconds, I was like, "Really, really," and I was like, "Yeah, how you doing?" <laughs> I actually invited to watch the uh, last night's episode, or was it last night's yeah. episode? Uh, With Carol Ann, Carol Ann. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's another edible episode coming up. Oddly enough, after I thought about it, they're both butter episodes. I'm surprised, yeah. That was the first drag queen uh, appearance on the show. I thought that was a good diversification. Smiley and I were talking about that's like something new and exciting for the show. I thought it was a great episode. I really that was actually one of my favorite episodes. I thought they were endlessly entertaining last night. Couldn't have asked for better guests. They've definitely got niche, like I said. I really do hope they start that YouTube channel, that cooking channel. They said they've got it going. Yeah, that's cool. Like I don't. I don't mean to sound like a dick, but and, I, and this is just totally my ignorance. I'm not meaning anything, but like, so th- they do drag, but they're not exactly trans. Is that kind of the way I understood that? Is that is there a difference? So drag it- doesn't have to do with sexuality. Drag just means dressed as a girl. D R A G. Typically, okay, right. So like a drag queen is a typically a man dressed as a girl. And then there's like what they call drag kings. So it wouldn't be dressed as a, a guy as, instead of dressed as a girl. So a drag king okay. would be like a girl dressed as a man. But it doesn't necessarily have to do with sexuality or orientation. It's more a performance. Um, although I would say... That's when, what I was kind of understanding. Yeah, because they said they performed as drag or whatever. That was kind of, I don't know. I guess at first when Eagle told me about it, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. They're going to come on all like, you know what I mean? Totally in, in costume or whatever. And then when they came on, they weren't. And I was like, that's cool. You know, like they're trying to not fucking shock everybody or whatever and be cool. It was cool. They had the little cutouts in the back. I sank in a little more that that's that's more of like, yeah, that's more of like a, a different entertainment personality, I guess, for them or whatever. So. I don't know. I'm naive. That's what I mean. I'm just, I don't know. Nothing wrong with it. It's cool. Oh, you're putting the book like back like when I got my production, my, my production value, I could be like, hey, like there's 50 strands yes. of green, you know? Like they had their like uh, cutout in the background of them in drag. I, I just thought yeah. it was awesome. Um, my wife's a fan of like the RuPaul's Drag Race. I was telling Smiley. So I watched at least a little bit of that here and there. Well, I'm with her. So, and um, when I was a resident advisor in college, there was only one other male RA, like the people who advise the freshmen typically, but all I had the international floor. Anyway, the only other guy happened to be an openly gay man who was super cool, but we got roomed together in like this studio apartment because <laughs> they give you a free spot to live as part of like being the RA as part of your pay. So I got to know this dude. He was also really into RuPaul's Drag Race. And that was my first time ever being exposed to like the drag scene, drag queens and all that. Um, and I'm from Ohio, which is Midwestern. And I moved to California, which is, uh, you know, on the West Coast, which some people call the West Coast. 
it's a lot more, uh, I'd say liberal, especially in the, the college settings than where I was used to being. But um, mm. I love all people and I'm, you know, I, I don't judge anybody. I, I think it's really, like I was saying to Smiley, what I think is really interesting is it reminded me of the cannabis scene in a way that they were both looked at with so much stigma and stereotypes and misunderstood by the outside communities, <laughs> family together, where no matter what, if shit went down, they would look after each other and they loved each other and they had this community that was really strong and like not everybody understood, but they would go to these events and they would travel and they'd do just like we do. And um, a lot of people looked down on it for a long time and now it's more becoming like accepted. Uh, I'm happy for both communities. I'm happy to see them do well in the cannabis community because it makes sense. And that's like, what, we like it is so shit. true too jack like we say there's so many similarities like uh you know like you were saying you you knew your roommate or your whatever if you had a friend that was was happened to be gay it just automatically meant oh you know what i mean like back in the day it was like oh you're hanging out with them you know so now you are and if you think of it it was the same way with weed right like you would yeah. be like people be like oh you're hanging out with that kid he smokes weed there's you know what are you smoking weed or whatever it was like the automatic assumption that well why are you hanging out with so-and-so then you know yep. i mean uh i think that rick uh i should say mr soul says it well that like he and I, maybe it's a little um insensitive but he says weed is the new gay and it's like you're coming out of the cannabis closet for a lot well, of people now like I, professionals I, I, come out I, of the closet. yeah i mean i just yeah that's how i was just saying it's just the, there's more than one uh, definition for a closet to come out of. So I, I definitely think that both communities have understand what it feels like to be the misfit and to be like looked at as like lesser and uh, have this community that we all understand and you know. Uh, I'm just ha I'm I'm almost happy. It's a weird thing to be happy about, but I'm just glad there's more people that look at it as a discrimination thing. And we're, we're, as weed consumers, weed growers, weed enthusiasts, we are discriminated against for a long period of time. And now because it's becoming cool, it's less discriminated against. It depends on where you live. I mean, they're still locking people up. I'm a big fan of the Last Prisoner Project. Um, Until I'm, there's I'm, nobody locked up for cannabis, I don't think that we've won this fight. We're far from. You don't have to explain that to me. Well, no. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm just I'm, saying. Yeah. But the picture I'm, I'm, you're kind of painting is that we're moving in a, into the direction. I get that it is becoming more legal, but um, there well, are still lots for, of people. That's what I mean. It's not for me right now. I'm envious of all you guys. Well, I moved here, man. I'm a Canada's refugee. I chose. I left my family. I left everybody yeah, behind. I, I, I got the fuck I out of Ohio. Too. I, lived, I lived in Colorado for six years. I'm only back here in Wisconsin because of COVID and plus other circumstances. Same thing. So. Refugees. I like, like I, you use that term, and I, I, I used to be ashamed to use that term because other people would get offended in the same way that you don't have PTSD. You don't know what it's like to go through, you know, X of whatever I went through. Even though I do, I do have PTSD, and I am a cannabis re refugee. I don't like being discounted in those kind of, you know, ways. Yeah, I mean, when I got arrested at 16 for 
two grams of shake in a bag and got my ass kicked while I was cuffed by the cops. And then there was no repercussion at all. Like they didn't give a shit. Like, and you heard what happened to me. The warrant, the, the judge signed a warrant for resi toothpicks. They watched my house for a week to try to find people leaving my house to pull them over to look to see if they left my house with weed. It didn't happen because that's not what happened. You know, they went, they got, they kicked down my door because of resi toothpicks that they found in the trash can for me cleaning out a bowl. And they pulled me out of the shower butt naked. So that's cool. That's fucking bullshit. I, I don't know. I guess what you do as a cop when you're in the shower, but fuck, man, let him get some fucking. Well, that's the thing. He took me right out of the shower and then made it an awkward ass situation where he allowed me to dress in my room with him literally like peeking through the door to make sure I didn't go for any drawers or doing any like pulling things yeah. out or stuffing things in type of activity. But which they never know, man. Like I get, I get that, you know. Like there I was, was gonna say, you're lucky they didn't drag your naked ass through the street. Unfortunately, that's happened to many. Subpool got his ass in boxers, cuffed and sat out in the hot fucking sun with his poor health. Like they don't ever treat us right. They don't treat our families or our dogs or pets. The first thing they do is shoot the dogs yeah. to demoralize the people. It's like it's still so fucked up. They still raid. They still have camp in California because they legalized. Now they're going after the Prop 215 or formerly medical growers. They changed the regulations, and now they're trying to get every single tax dollar out of it and squeeze out the formerly legal medical market that now has become mostly illicit. But there is still a small, but much, much smaller than before medical market. But we definitely, have, we all have a long way to go, I think. I, I literally, I'm just thinking of it, like, do we have a promised land? I'm young, you know, I'm 30 years old, like I said. I, I feel like just please. Oklahoma. I, I know, I know that's, I'm, I'm, I'm torn between three states right now. All my shit is still in Colorado. I still have a storage locker of the rest of my glassware, the, all my gl growing equipment, clothes, mattresses, dressers, all that kind of shit. Uh, so Colorado, Michigan too, because like I said, I'm in Wisconsin. It's I'm two and a half hours to being into Michigan where I'm at. And then uh, Oklahoma. So one of those three is going to be the destination if Wisconsin doesn't go legal by 2023, like we're supposed to. There's a lot of people who are not, op <coughs> excuse me, not optimistic at all about that. What's yeah, your well, actual game plan? Game plan? Like I'll, for like, like the next year, because uh, we were talking like, in the past about you well, can't grow you're not able to grow now but you want i'm to. glad you said in the next a year? step forward a, a year okay a year is a little bit more you know like more short of a time to just say like where i want to get in the grand scheme of things in a year the most optimistic i could be is if someone is listening to this in a nearby state where there's some legal activity going on and doing something hemp wise medically wise uh, consulting for recreationally wise. That's about the best I can do in a year span of time. Like I said, the legal, the best outcome here where I'm at legally is going to happen in 2023. If it doesn't happen in that time, then I got to move again. I got to go to Oklahoma, Colorado, or Michigan. 
do you plan well, – we were just talking about within one year, and you are saying that you're planning to be in another, another state, so it won't matter if they're <clears> in 2023 if you're going to be in – No, 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 no. In a year's time, it'll decide if I need to go to another state. You know what I mean? I see. Yeah. And like I said, in between that, well, let's say like from tomorrow to, to a year's time from now, that's what I mean. I'm optimistic if I'm somehow lucky enough to get some kind of consulting job for anything, anything pertaining to cannabis or health, uh, hemp medically wise or hemp wise in the, in the extraction extending to breeding uh, realm. You know, if anyone wants help or needs, you know, lessons and that kind of thing, that's the best thing I can do. My most optimistic goal in a year's time, you know. I have a random question and I don't know if you've talked about it on your episode. I watched it, but I don't remember if you brought it up. Like Eagle is kind of a trade tradesman. He does anything from tile to woodwork and everything in between. Um, Smiley kind of worked with automotive I kind of provide services and do other things what's your like non-cannabis um job or what what has been your profession or work experience the outside cannabis if you moved well experience by the only two things I did for work was help my dad with carpentry building decks gazebos garages and then I have a cousin who he was a motocross and supercross dirt bike racer. And uh, it, it didn't work out because my aunt and uncle sold the business to other people since time. But when he became like adult age, uh, my aunt and uncle bought him like a, a motorcycle or a motocross shop, like, you know, repair shop slash parts and accessories type shop. So I worked there and I helped my dad do carpentry stuff but both of those i only did between 15 and 17 since time since that time i never had any type of job if that's the question if i'm answering it correctly yeah i was just curious like if you do go to a new place if i know for me personally like most of my income i'd say 90 plus percent of it doesn't come from the cannabis space mm-hmm. so like my bill is foot by other work so I can play around with my hobby and also then have time to, you know, make consulting and write books and uh, maybe even sell seeds or whatever it is. But before that happens, I'm just curious. Cause like, I'd love to see you growing again. I could hear in your voice, how much you want to get back into it. And yeah, it's just, um, it's, it's good to say it out loud. Cause a lot of the times it's like, I hear you're saying like, if I do this or I could do that, I could do that. But I feel like if you put an idea out there, like within a year, where am I going to be? Like, how Mm -hmm. do I get to that next state? Like, what are the actual steps? Like for me, when I heard you say that you have glass Mm -hmm. in a storage unit in Colorado, I'm like, damn, he's paying for a storage unit every single month. Like Mm -hmm. I can only imagine like what it costs. And maybe it's not a lot, but it is just money kind of eating away each month so it's like mm-hmm. that would be something to it's less at least than, one, it step, is, one considerably it is less than rent that i was paying there though technically so yeah well, there's there's more to be said about that and yeah I, 
do you think you'd go back to Colorado? Because like that was my thought was like, if you have that stuff there, then you could set up there pretty easily because you wouldn't have well, to fly as much. It, I guess that's the easiest place to return to. The only thing that it's just such a bitch because it's a 16 hour drive. It's literally like 1100 miles from where I'm at now. Like that's where it makes uh, Michigan so much better especially in that since time since I did go to Colorado before then it wasn't uh, recreational it was only medically legal there so now it just makes it even more of a um, easier because the second I go there I can start growing plants I don't have to get my medical license would you be able to drive from where you're at like yourself or would you have someone drive with you I don't know with your vision and back home yeah. I know we we're talking I don't know if you had your license or not and things like that no yeah definitely i can't drive so so but wouldn't I, flying be the better option then well yeah yeah sure sure yeah but it, it was just a transport of all my shit you know and stuff i go back at, i know now it's different you know maybe flying with certain things i don't want to necessarily fly with everything that i normally would drive back and forth there with i feel weird now, the more we're talking about this i feel like it's more like going more and more like should i talk about in private conversation but well, this show is about our real lives and we talk about our real lives all the time and i want to see you like to answer your question your now, to go back to something you said there was a, a situation i ran into like right when i started posting more uh, videos and you know stuff on you know plants that i did grow on instagram and youtube i posted that because in the very same situation i'm in now where i was on lives and discussing knowledge that i had a lot of people are like, I don't know where this is coming from. I, don't, I haven't even seen you growing a plant, you know, that kind of thing. So I only put videos up and I got a CMH late because that's back when already people were poo-pooing that. And they're like, eh, CMH. They're like, no, man, I'm all about CMH. I'm going to get one of those lights, grow some plants and document it and just show you what I can do. And the same thing is almost like right now where, I, and it's only different because I don't have that tent. I don't have a three by three and a two by two tent that I have in my bedroom that I can grow in because I was in a apartment in Colorado. So now I'm back in Wisconsin. I can't necessarily do that as easily and document it, you know, broadcast it live. I can still I get... have to agree with Jack. I feel like you're creating barriers. What, well, what, what would you do in my situation then? If you know me as well as we got to know each other in this short amount of time, what would you think the least path of resistance would be? Yeah, set that goal like Jack said. You have to put it in the ether. If you want to go, you have to put it in that. You know, you have to put it out there. Set a date. If you want to really come to Michigan, it's not that hard, man. There's a lot of great people here that would uh, help you out when you got here. I'm sure. So as far as, you know, the, the stuff you have, I mean, you seem like a pretty young man. I mean, there's not much that can't be shipped. Hell, I've moved with a whole lot less. <laughs> Hell, take a duffel bag full of clothes, put the rest in. Well, this, this is reminding me, I, I do want to bring oh. up, this is, this is what reminded me of why I went to visit Subcool, is because... Uh, you know, I, I don't want to get too, you know, into what was going on there, but someone that was supposed to do a lot of hydrocarbon-based work for him 
the it didn't fall through and just i don't know how it ended up being but the crowd that hung around subcore also in a in that you know circle of friends i ended up falling in and in the same circumstance like how i'm talking with you guys here that does tend to be one of the you know the things that i kind of you know focus on or have a lot of i don't i don't even I don't even want to call it expertise. That's the word that came to me, but I'm not going to say that I have that anyway. But that same thing is in, in a weekend's time, like my buddy was like, Hey, do you want to come out here and see if you, you can get a job doing, you know, extractions for subco? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I hopped on a Greyhound bus and went right away. And I contributed that because I didn't have anything holding me down in life or anything that would hold me back from doing that. You know, my, my, you know, Nug Assassin, my buddy gave me that opportunity. And I literally that night, you know, got the money out of the bank and that morning went and bought a ticket to go to Arizona on a bus. So I am that enthusiastic and that willing to make like a second's drop of the hat to, to, if there's that some kind of an opportunity to make that big of a commitment. And I, I felt that way about a lot of things. And that is, I guess, like you said, because I, I do realize that I'm still young, you know. but I don't, I don't want to, if anyone wants to not, I'm comfortable now at this point. I could keep going, but I don't want to do the open stuff. Don't worry. We got Captain 420 coming in. Cheers, Captain 420. I think we got a little bit of feedback, but uh, always great to see you all the way from across the pond. Cheers, brother. Welcome in. Hey, hey, how's everyone going? What's up, Captain 420? Hey, not a whole lot. I was just over... Uh, with Philly Phil there uh, trying to get him a, a new wheelchair. It seems like uh, every bit and piece on his wheelchair is falling apart. So, uh, you know, I heard that this morning and uh, we're going to get Philly Phil's uh, wheelchair so Mr. Toad can get around. So, uh, you know, like everybody's talking, you know, you just you need to get out of where you're at. It seems like you need, you'd love to grow. It makes you happy. Eagle said it. Michigan is not that expensive, brother. Yeah. Just don't open your mouth. Don't tell people what you're doing. Don't have people over and blow it up. You know, you look at this way, a couple plants pays for your monthly rent. If you can't grow a couple plants a month, even off the 12 that Michigan gives you. To no, I, no, that's no problem. Price your medical needs and to help pay your rent, you know, 12 plants can do it. That's, yeah, that's no problem. It's man. just you need to get up and move, buddy. Yeah. You know, a lot of people didn't think I. I was coming to Thailand. They were all like, what the fuck? You're going to Thailand. And, and then they thought, oh, it was just all this bunch of talk. And then all of a sudden, guess what? 
ain't in fucking Michigan anymore. My house is sold. I'm in Thailand because this is where I needed to be to feel better. Jack moved out to California because he was tired of getting $125 fines for a little bit of pot in his pocket. It's like everybody in Michigan, come on, go out and get your medical card. You know, even if Michigan didn't go recreational, everybody that has a chance to get a medical card should support that medical because that medical is a get out of jail free card. Or at least that's the way I look at it. It's a huge, huge fight in, in court and that is in your favor versus juries look at somebody for when it's your medicine versus when you're just doing it for fun. Like they look at you so much more favorably when you have that medical card and it gives you a lot more protections for so many different things. So I got my medical card as soon as I legally could in California. So it was definitely worth moving out to California and uh, taking advantage of these growing rights. My cat said hello. I carry a medical card, a Michigan medical card, and now tie medical papers. So, you know, I support wherever has medical, because if we don't support the medical, the recreational and big business will take the medical rights away. We lose the medical rights then we lose all thoughts about legalization. Yeah. You know, That's recreational exactly. is great until it becomes legal and we don't have any fear of going to jail for putting a couple plants out in the backyard. It don't mean shit. They keep making the argument that when they legalize it, they say, oh, here, now it's legal. So that whole excuse of you using it for medical reasons, don't worry about, it. it's legal now. So is it legal to grow as much as I want in my house? Because 12 plants really doesn't take care of my medical needs. But the thing is the end game- of It'll take care of this week, week, but next week I'll be out. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful thing in California is we can grow a garden to the patient's mm -hmm. needs. So if you're not selling it and you are just growing for yourself, you can grow as many plants <clears throat> as you want if you get your doctor's medical recommendation. That's, I have a limits exemption. That's what it's under Proposition 215, still exists in Prop 64. Cheers, Grant 13, great to see you. Another guy across the pond. We're so fucking international right now. Yeah. There is, there is an end game to what Captain 420 said, though, and it, it is if we do accept the end of medical, then you'll never get federal uh, deregulated. You know, it's never going to be deregulized because they're never going to accept that it has a medicinal benefit and it's always going to stay schedule one. So. I suggest when we do the reunion, though, we do it in Thailand, you know, because like. I don't feel that international. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I can tell you what. The weather and the we food is nicer over nice there. Come here. It, yeah, I know. It's like 85 out. <laughs> or 95 out right now. And sunny. Yeah, that's another thing about Thailand. It, it, it's either raining or it's sunny. You don't get an in between. <laughs> the uh, place for us to honestly meet for the probably lowest buck for everyone to get there would be meeting Johnny in Vegas because yeah. they subsidize all that travel for people to come in there and gamble 
and they mm-hmm. got legal weed. They got shops there, and you could also probably, if you're crafty, bring some of your own wares to show off with your buddies. If there's ever a eagle showdown in the showdown. Hey, I can travel international with my weed. I have too. Yeah. I took mine to the Dominican. <laughs> yes. When I go to Cambodia every couple times a year, I take it to Cambodia with me. <laughs> and now my Thai medical papers allows me to travel with it here in Thailand. That's exceptional. And your and Jack, your California card. You guys in Michigan, your Michigan cards, they're all good here in Thailand. What about Colorado? What about an expired Colorado? Will they pay attention enough to that? Yeah, it's expired. (laughs) As long as as you got something from from a doctor saying you need cannabis, you are I don't even want to pull it out, but here's how unofficial it was. It's literally a white piece of paper. They didn't give you a laminated card. It's not a photo ID. It's a white piece of paper. How unofficial is that? Like, I'm supposed to, like, where you're at, show up to the Thai border? Look here. Dude, Here's some my- people here get a fucking email, a screenshot, you know, as long as it's from a doctor. Exactly. I, don't, I don't know how, how, how do they have a, where's their clearance house of frauding or, you know, what's fraud and what's real? Mine has a 24-hour thing. You can go on and type up the website and check. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, mine does too. But mine is, I'm just telling you, unless if they don't do that, what I'm showing them is literally like a printed off piece of paper that you make on your computer. You know, it it doesn't look legit. I actually would like it if it was like an actual... Just to cover this red pill, you don't have to worry. No matter what Captain 420 says... When you arrive in Thailand, yeah. I strongly suggest you do not use your Michigan or any medical card. I would much rather no. be on the DL oh. than trust any Thai police officer. <gasps> yeah. No, but all I'm saying is like, the, I would like them to take it serious enough to make them a hard plastic copy ID. You like don't bring up any of that until you're in a position well, go to a real fucking state that actually gives. This was, this was Colorado. Card off did like you Michigan or California? Did you get well, a hard that's place? Colorado. You guess yeah. what? That's one out of fifty states. Yeah. But all well, you that- need is something from a doctor stating that you are benefited yeah. by the use of cannabis. That's it. I, I I just I'm it's, just thinking it's of Thailand, the, it's easy. Yeah, okay. Well that's what I mean about the about it since Jack yeah. brought it up. I have to agree with him. Uh Vegas sounds incredibly fun. And I don't mean to sound all Sam Kennedy yeah, about nah. this shit, but but I'd be dragging red pill to the red district. <laughs> send him home with a fucking smile and some clothes <laughs> why because I, I myself was married for fucking 20 fucking years okay. that'd be the first spot I would have to go to and I think Red, Red Pill would be a likely yeah. and, 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 uh, and here's where I'm leading off with this who's uh, just teasing me right now and after we end the wormhole I'm going to be sad and disappointed and who's funding this fucking Looney Tune trip 
we'll, we'll pick you up on the way, Red Pill. Come we'll on. bring you back. Go fund, go fund me, <laughs> Red Pill 7. <laughs> Hashtag round trip it, brother. We'll round trip it. <laughs> I'm the one that well, has to hit leave call these, and then sit here. Call auto flowers. They make these things called auto flowers. Ninety day tickets is the way I looked at them. <laughs> you can grow a photo in a hundred days from seed. Actually, I mean, most autos actually end up finishing in over a hundred. And a lot of my fast finishing photo, if you veg them for 30 days, flower them for 60 to 70. You're done days, you see. <laughs> yeah. Do the photo yeah. indo- indoors, yeah. do the do the auto outdoors. Skip the Double auto, warning. do twice as many indoor. I've still never grown an auto, so I can't quite say it, but I some of my buddies have grown them and I've had some decent to good smoke. But I do I've just got an attachment to the photo, period. Like if, if you want to keep it forever then you get to keep it forever you just fucking take a cone off of it if you what if you got a really fire auto and you're just like ah i'm gonna miss that one you know it's like literally the one that got away but i know more people that don't clone than clone i know more people who run auto uh, who run reg fems and don't clone them just because it's easy for their life so everyone that goes by it's like bye you were the best weed that ever grew see you later and that's how I, I am right now, unless yeah, like I have a very strong feeling. But you have no, a clone no. in place, do you, Jack? No, I, my cherry pie I gave back right. to the dude who gave it to me, and he lost it. The J1 I gave to uh, Eagle oh. shortly after. I lost it myself. Um, cloner malfunction and hot summer just fail. But to be honest, I'm like those people, like where they just pop a bunch of fems, but I pop rags and I just keep the females and then just grow, you know, and get to try. There's so much good shit out there. I want to try all the new flavors. And like, I have some buddies that grow some really stable stuff. So I get it for really, really inexpensive or free in most occasions. So it is uh, nice to be able to just be, you know, selective about what you grow and not have to keep clones every single time. And I might start using that Johnny Tech though. Fuck, $5 bag of sand. Seriously, it pissed me off, man. I was with a friend yesterday and I was like, listen, <laughs> I know about this technique. And like, it's really pissed me off. Go on, then what's that? What's that? So I was like, you get a bag of washed sand. I was like, the worst bit is you can like take it out and dangle it around and like, oh no, I'm not actually ready to use this. <laughs> Cover it back over. Has he said anything about it since? That shit's still working, yeah? Fucking hell, man. It's it looked good, good though. It looked really good, didn't it? He popped seeds in it now. He's popping fucking seeds in there now. Breaking boundaries. Dude, I'm calling it Johnny Tech. Hashtag yeah. Johnny Tech. Hashtag Sand Tech. He's like, oh, I got it from the <laughs> fruit gardeners. I'm like, fuck that. You're the one who brought it into the cannabis world. Yeah. I don't care about the other person. It's Johnny Tech, man. Yeah, that's for fucking um, true. It's Johnny Tech. That's funny. That's great. I'm actually going to have to do that. I can't believe it. <laughs> That's exactly what I told myself. I'm like, hey, at least I don't have to plug in the cloner again, you know? Yeah, I mean, worry about keeping it below 19C while the rest of the room's at 29C and, yeah. I told him I might even just fill my cloner with sand. <laughs> Keep the permaculture collar with my fucking clones right in there. <laughs> 
Like, just fake it up. I was just going to say that's the worst part about those cloners is keeping the water temp right. <laughs> Wrong season. It's like, yeah. good luck. Get yourself a chiller or you're fucking going to have a real bad time. The make yeah, or break on them really fun. is if you if you can keep the algae out and not use any chemicals, they're just amazing. But it's not a pot of sand, is it? Okay, no, I know. Still a motor. That's why I did mine too, because I got over. You know, I got sick of changing the fucking water. I got sick of trying to keep the water cool. All that shit. Now, I, yeah, and then like the I seen that um, aloe vera tech from uh, Minnesota Nice back in the day with. Uh, um, mendo dope or whatever and i tried that and it was fucking never looking back man that shit was i was getting way better percentages with it too because less hassle now i almost plug them and forget about the damn things like oh shit i got fucking clones there that's right <laughs> like, i don't know yeah well i'm gonna have to try it but yeah washed sand they're all in the same See, tray the and everything. Thing about can is, is there, there's so many different ways to grow it, and we just, you know, try it, trial and error, and shove it. You are lagging. He's definitely a little behind. Uh, we got to wait for uh, the connections to get over there. All right. I'll shut up then. So I got. <laughs> I got. Nah. I got special guard. <laughs> I'll switch it over. I'm about to break out some Donnie Burger after this velvet punch because I'm tired of pulling seeds out of the buds. I'm gonna go back to some sensi. But I got some F3s sitting right here. Some of the first F3 Velvet Punch. I, I may just stop the line here. I'm only going to give it to testers who already got the F2s. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to make F4s. But I think these are going to be an in-house thing and never be released to the public. But it's just fun stuff. Don't tell us about it, then. Keep it to yourself. Jesus right. Christ. It's, it's not for us, no? Uh, Eagle's one of them, so I'm telling Eagle. Yeah, yeah you uh, said in-house, oh, in-house as in in-house with the current testers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Exciting stuff. Jack, yeah, but Jack, that means next, next project will be something completely different. Maybe some sub-cool stuff, because I got some Jack's Cleaner 2, Jack the Ripper. Um, but if those don't pop or something goes awry, I've got a bunch of other stuff that I want to work through as well. So I got lots of stuff that I'd like to mess around with. So You're only doing stuff named Jack, yeah? No. <laughs> I got a bunch of names, but you really, I feel like you want to find an actual Fino before you have it be appropriate for that name. Yeah. I have some, though, that I think, like, you know, in theory, if, if it's got the flavor profile that I know, and it mixes well, and you select for a certain flavor, you can go a certain way with the name. Like, especially with lineages in mind and uh, flavors that you might find in there in mind. But mainly, I'm just having fun. 
I wish people wouldn't mislead you with the name when it came to flavors. I hate that more you, than anything. Do you, do you just wish it was always the gross Gorilla Glue Climbs Gelato or whatever? <laughs> no, no got to come up with a name that makes your mouth water and you're good. I think he means like if it says like vanilla, it should taste like vanilla. If it says right, strawberry, it for sure. Is that what we met Redville? Stuff that's too good to be true. Like, how in the world is a cannabis plant gonna taste like that? And I used to experience that. Like, damn, dude, this tastes like something. And there's certain fruit flavors that I feel like I don't have a wide variety of have actually tasted those actual true fruits to nail it. Be like, what does this taste like? But it is something. It's something that's dead on to another fruit or something that I I just haven't tasted and can't pinpoint because I don't have that. I've never tasted it. You got to open up your palate, Red Pill. Eat more fruit. Maybe. Well, I'm saying there's, I I was about the one I was thinking of is durian. Excuse me for not eating durian, but I'm sure there's durian. Delicacy. It smells terrible. There's YouTube videos of people. It's like a spiked, almost cactus fruit looking thing. And when you open it up, people literally vomit, but it's also considered a delicacy. And if you prepare it right, it can taste good, but it smells like. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Very funky smell. It's common in Southeast Asian cuisine, I think. So. This thing I've got here is someone else, someone else's, and it's um, penny sweets, which is would be like one cent sweets, to, like from when you're a kid, like Haribo. That's what it would. That's what it tastes like. Nice. Candyland yeah, times Z cube, basically. See, that it's makes cool. it easier for me. When I can, when I, there's something where directly uh, reminds me of something that's like exact, like it's more misleading when I don't know what the hell this tastes like. And then someone names it something and I'm like, well, okay. Then then, so fruits are all easy to name, right? Cause you're just going to name it after the fruit or like candy, like, you know, um, Skittles. And then it, when it like things like halitosis, fairly obvious that's going to be like ripper bad breath type of a skanky smell but i don't know i don't object to too many too too many names i, 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 I mean, think I, people I think... are... go ahead Jack, often so often people aren't that clever they just like oh i'm gonna pick a cereal or a candy bar or a dessert that's already out there and i'm gonna put a z on it instead of the actual way that it's spelled so i'm legally a little bit protected from being copyright infringing um i think it's more fun to actually like make up a name even if it's stupid or like silly like i have some grape flavored stuff with the velvet punch mm-hmm. it's grape and gas but let's say i selected for more grape over time and i found something that was grape you wanted to breed with and then i've got some pine seeds that i want to work with pine tar kush 79 christmas bud i'm going to be looking through a bunch <coughs> of those and if i found something piney and I got my grapey velvet punch and I cross it through the pine and I get something grapey and piney. I could call it like grape pine as like a play on like grape pie. Almost. It sounds like it, but it's grape pine, just a combination of the two smells. But then there's like the t- combination of the two pines. You could call it something stupid, like riding pine. It's like, if you ever played basketball or sports, riding pine means like you're sitting on the bench, that feeling like after you smoke a little joint, yeah. it's like kind of want to sit on the chair, like chill a little I'm a- thing. I'm a word. Play f- guy. I never heard that. That's funny. Riding pine, sitting on the bench. That's well, cool. I'm 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 a wordplay guy, and I like that. I like two things, like you said. Either just if it's like say, white widow and lavender. Name it white lavender. 
you know, or if it's something like we're talking about, be a little bit more clever and do a little bit of wordplay with it. Like, it's funny you name that specific uh, example because there is a strain in the pines and you think pines, you know, like pine, you know, like, uh, you know, pine trees, but it's actually pineapple. Throws yeah, you I was going to say that's, that is a pineapple one I was going to say. Yeah, yeah and, but the weird thing is pineapple strains have a good amount of pinene almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Both alpha and beta. Well, what I was going to say is this is where it leads me to that. I, I need to send you a link if I haven't already, but the um, Dr. Robert Pappas guy, and he does uh, uh, a sense infused lecture where he does an essential oil. I looked him up after the last time he told me about him. I I actually had seen some of his stuff. It was like red on the YouTube. I'd already watched it, but he's really interesting. I like that guy. So what he does is when you do his lecture thing, you can buy a little sample kit. And his whole thing is being really good at analysis through the nose and then GC. But my thing is what is going to help me more and kind of like what I said about not being able to describe certain fruit, uh, you know, pinpoints that, I just haven't experienced because I haven't had the raw fruit in the same way he has like a, a clove oil right and then you on a scent strip smell the clove oil and then he has like alpha pinene that maybe that's a constituent of clove oil and then you smell alpha pinene you're like oh okay so now I can detect the amount of alpha pinene in clove oil and the same with anything then so I want to do that I want to train my brain train my nose and my brain to be able to do that with cannabis terpenes and not just so like you know like whatever shoot in the dark with it have like, you heard oh, about the ganjie from kevin jodry he was on eagles 420 episode he didn't mention it but the ganjie they're doing similar things to what there's another group called interpening with max uh and uh chef brandon allen where they teach well, people like you're doing, they give them little samples to smell like this is a certain term. Jack, you want to talk about goals uh, because I've been so focused on that for so long. I wish I could do something with kind of advancing more, you know, knowledge and terpenes. That, that's another thing where I think I kind of have a lot of knowledge. Genetic memory farms had a really good point with like where he's a beer maker and he does beer testing and they do like isoamyl acetate is like the artificial banana smell. It's an ester. And like they have that isolated so you can smell it. So when you smell banana and beer, you're like, oh, there's a little bit of ice oil acetate. I think that's going to be happening in the cannabis space. And there's probably space for you to do it in whatever state you go to. Because the guy I mentioned, uh, is in, one of them is in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, two of them are in California. But that means well, that there's not one in Colorado or Michigan. Well, or, the, or maybe there is, but we just haven't heard of this, him. Robert Pappas, he's in Indiana. And actually, that's a good thing about steam distilled essential oils and cannabis's thing that uh, THC or any other cannabinoids isn't going to come through. So I can send uh, him my samples for chemical anal- analysis. And he's pretty much like one of the very best certifiers for organic and non-adulterated uh, essential oils in the whole world. So he has the best testing apparatus. He's been doing it the longest. He has a database of the most extensive compounds that you could find. So yeah, if I could find minute ones that are that specific and like certain flavorings, like I've found that in juicy fruit. I always forget juicy fruit. It's like a patented uh, flavor. 
it's out there, you can do the research, whatever it is, but I think we've all experienced weed that smells just like juicy fruit gum. And you, you want to kind of believe like this has to have the same component in it, right? Well, it probably does. Same thing as with lime, uh, uh, lime, uh, sorry. Um, when you have citrus terpenes that smell just like an orange and it's limine that, you know, tastes exactly like an orange, that's the exact same thing that's in the cannabis in a tangy or whatever. And the uh, number one constituent, like of all essential oils, is that limonene. And it's uh, like 90% of all essential oils, right? So it's like in any. Depending on what you, essential oils you're looking at. No, that's it's not 90%. No, that's the thing. If you if you follow that research that I get from that person, in in nine in ninety percent of anything you extract essential oils and you'll find limonene in. See, that's different than saying it's ninety percent like the main constituent. Like you were saying, it's ninety percent. It makes up ninety percent. The most predominant essential no, oil in, is alpine. Citrus in citrus oil, it does like an orange, like a uh, whatever commercial orange. But there's also valentine. Lemony yeah, but that's in, in lemon. It's in lime, like mandarin oranges, and okay, well, we're getting now we're getting two in the weeds. Sorry, but when you get into that, then yeah, if you want to uh, extract, if you extract the rind from lemon, then you're going to get citral and other types of things. But yeah, there's more. <sighs> all, all I was trying to say is in citrus is. 90% of its essential oil component, and especially orange, commercial oranges is 90% limonene. And then in all essential oils across the board, in any plant, 90% of all plants bearing essential oils will have some amount of limonene in it. It's just the most common terpene there is in the world. That's all I was trying to make a case. See, the, I, I disagree with that. And so does Dr. Ethan Rousseau, because he commonly oh. says, and I, I Googled it, alpha pinene is the most common terpene found in nature. They're, 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 it's, like, it's like saying 59 and 50, though, or 49. They're the number one and number two. It's inter, inter, they're exchangeable, and they actually have the same boiling point. They both boil at 177 C. 311 What? 311 Fahrenheit for the U.S. people out there. Okay, but so that's I mean they're they're chemically almost the same. That's why you find them in such high constituents. But you are right. I mean there are one and two. It's debatable. But in production wise, that's how I'm saying. Now we're getting more def into defining it more and more. Whatever. Going back to the juicy fruit thing, it's probably well, similar to like the whole grape thing i have the whole rabbit hole broke down with the ester it's not a terpene it's actually an ester like methylene well, well, i just wanted to end on my one bit that the reason why i said limonene is because there's more uh citrus oil in production than there is pine oil that's the only reason why it would be more common so the, oh I'm, I'm just over whatever reiterating I haven't looked at either of those industries specifically. You're probably right about that. I was just saying in nature, what's found most commonly, if like you can just Google most common terpene and alpha is what comes up, citrus might be number two. But I was just, again, quoting Dr. Ethan Russo, 
the GW Pharmaceuticals. Well, we're both uh, quoting two different people. I'm quoting Dr. Robert Pappas. You're quoting Dr. Ethan Russo. And then that's where I like cut out and lose total interest when it's like, oh, we're just going to argue two different fucking doctors. Yeah, no, it's, it, it doesn't matter really at the end of the day. They're both really common terpenes and they're both found yeah. in cannabis. But my question is like, and a lot of people have asked this, there's a bunch of people out there that extract terpenes already from cannabis. Like there's mm-hmm. true terpenes, there's other Blue River terpenes. There's companies that do that. Both, both companies I have a uh, 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 repulsion for, sorry. And that's fine. But I'm saying like, what would make something a terpene that we're you talking grew, about goals. or I grew, we're talking, or anybody We're grew. talking about goals and now we're gonna recycle the goals I had too long ago. And like, I got disheartened with and that was the whole thing. I mean, I'm re talking about things I've ever talked I've talked about before, but branding terpenes and then lowering the the value of terpenes. Like they don't have to cost seventy dollars a milliliter. I can produce them at large scale and make them cost two dollars a milliliter. That that's a goal of mine is producing so large scale cannabis derived terpenes in many shapes and forms. OG terps, chemdog terps, tangy terps, GDP terps. It's people it don't like you lowering the price of shit, dude. Oh, well, then they're gonna come and kill me like they do all like all the other inventors of any other, you know, intuitive or ingenuitive thing that they come up with, like people that make jet uh, they make jet engines run on water and that kind of shit. There's people that invented that, and then they died in a fucking poisoning in a fucking red lobster or some shit <laughs> so we got 420 coming up in three minutes i'm getting some donnie burger ready cheers to the major general 420 army because he always what's says the, jack what's the flavor on it jack <laughs> Ooh, it's uh this one's more fuely it's got a little bit of funk like uh some very 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 subtle garlic this one has a tiny bit of citrus note, but definitely mostly fuel and funk. Like a, almost like an earthy tone, like loamy soil and uh, okay. like armpit. Uh, but like the armpit and, and like garlic is really, really subtle where the other stuff's more upfront. The garlic for me is where it just just falls over into the hood. I see. Merci beaucoup. But you thank you. But the rest of it I cannot translate. (laughs) Anybody. Anybody. Where's boom when you need it? Where's boom when you need it? (laughs) Dude, Eagle, amazing to see a picture of your girls yesterday. That was lovely. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. I had a great day Sunday hanging out with all. Oh, they were all together you know, recently. Wicked. Yeah, yeah. That was actually Sunday, that picture. It's probably been at least two years since I've had all three together in one spot like that. Fuck you now. Just to have them all under one roof always gets me that, you know oldness feeling you know what i mean it's always ever since because i've got two still at home and then b still you know she just she's downstate and yeah it's always feels like no matter what holiday or whatever you know it always feels like there's that one 
thing missing. So it, it was an awesome day. Gold. Love Everybody's that. been cheesing and talking about that shit since. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully it sparked up enough love and you know all, all that that uh, it won't be nearly as long. We got together with some long, long time friends, and like we were just stumbling through the woods looking at shit all our kids playing and whatnot and we just sat down on this log and asked this woman to take a picture later in the day I, everyone was finished up and gone home and i was looking at the picture and i just sent my buddy a message to say it was amazing to get our families together because you're saying it's two years that's because you can straight blank a year out where you couldn't no one saw anyone but just to be with humans Allegedly. and just to have that photo. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just to be with humans and have that photo it was actually Happy extremely liberating. Cheers, Jay. Yeah, yeah. There were so many more I wanted to post, but they're, the yeah. girls are so picky about the... <laughs> girls, girls are even, you know, terrible about the, what you post. Uh, well, there's you know, some other pictures I thought were much better that they would have been like, no, <laughs> what are you doing? That type of thing. But yeah, one was good. Yeah. Love that shit, though, for sure. Nice, smiling. What is that? It's a Tahoe Cure uh, 90 micron first wash live rosin. Nice. That looked wicked. Yeah. Load of turps sitting on top of it. It's really tasty and it's, it's... hard to just hit it once actually it's one of them where you're like "Ooh, that was fucking good <laughs> i'll catch my breath and get another one mm-hmm. <laughs> i always love that it's like the clean the clean uh hit off the bowl the bong or whatever i don't know if anybody else did that but you'd like smoke a bowl off the water or i would i'd smoke a bowl off the water bong but then i would always like pack like another like half a bowl just to get the last like clean you know i mean the first ripper hit or whatever like you get the first taste of it still like and that was always like the last hit you always wanted that one clean walk away tasting it kind of hit you know i don't bong much these days but when we when we did it as kids we'd make a mix you know in a thing like this everyone would put theirs in we'd grind it all up and then literally just pass that thing round and round and round. And everyone would do like 15 each or whatever. And then it was done and time to go home. It was like, you know, sit down, make a mix, smash the mix, done. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a <laughs> set, you know, a set procession, if you like. So there was never time for that other half one because it was someone else's. And I, I, I do so like this Swiss uh, TK. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is, 
but I swear I get the, the hints of like a habanero on the back end of this twisted TK. I don't know what it is, but it's it's there. And loving the spiciness of, you know, habanero. I I enjoy it. It's like I don't know, it's it's got a total different taste on the on the front end on that back end. It's it's got the habanero. So you're waiting for the back taste. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exhale, the kind of look at the yeah. Aren't we all? Well, Eagle, <laughs> Green Thirteen, Smiley, and uh, Red Pill. If I, you could still hear us, peace and love always. Rest in peace, DOA sub. All the good people that we've lost. Uh, thanks for having me again, Eagle. Great to see you and everybody. Oh man, it's been. Uh, I hope you've been working on very prosperous things, my friend. Always. You know it. All right, brother. Thank you, Have brother. Good job. Catch you next time. Peace out. It was a good show yesterday. I was uh, listening. I wasn't in chat, but listening. You caught up. I noticed that. Uh, I think that uh, YouTube's pulling back our views on almost all the cannabis shows I've noticed. Ah, right. I've seen because that. Because I'm subscribed to them all, I don't... Right. You obviously keep an eye. That's interesting. Because yeah. <laughs> that means they're... The people who are subscribed are the ones who are seeing it and no one else is, probably. When, well, you, when you know, see I that. see it almost every night because as the video goes through and, you know, it's a little thing, it pops up, you know, how many... How much watch time, blah, blah, blah. And what it will show me at the end of the show will be completely different than what I wake up and I see in like the YouTube creator studio. It's almost always pulled back for some reason. And I've noticed right. lately, it's, well, that's why I kind of look too, because I had to make sure I, it was just me or I was wondering if it was just me. But I've looked around and man, everybody, it seems like everybody's numbers have been greatly pulled back lately. I would say your live numbers are up though, or that your live numbers are up, really. Every time I come in in the morning, before this time, when I wake up a couple hours ago, I would say that the people who are in chat, there's more of them. It seems like to me. There's like 80 right now, it says. Yeah, and that used to be a 60 thing, and now it's often a 125 thing. It's crazy. I, that, that part I don't like to look at, because sometimes if I if that number gets, if it gets over that three-digit mark, I get a little stage fright almost at some point. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I tend not to look at the live number, Man. We had this program years ago called Big Brother. I'm sure you know it. They put them all in a house and then leave them there for six weeks or something. And real quick, people forget there's a camera and start acting like they're true prick self. And so it gets real interesting, obviously, for a minute anyway. Um, and you will always think to myself, how would you forget there's a camera? But when I come here, I'm really just talking to you four people. I mean... It's not that I forget there's chat. It's just that I can't 
be talking to chat. We're not having an interview. So I'm just talking to you for. So I, it's not that I never think about it, but it isn't an equation. That's just a fifth person, right? A whole nother fifth person. <laughs> so I guess there's no stage fright because it's just the boys. I've noticed that with guests too, that it really makes a difference on what's going on in the conversation. If they're following along, what's going on in chat, uh, it changes things. I've noticed that, say, if um, they feel like a hesitation or a pause coming up, they will address chat. They'll see something and kind of comment to that, or I can honestly tell why the conversation's going on and multitasking a little bit. Yeah. This might, this might sound weird, but that might be a thing where not seeing good kind of helps because if you don't pay attention to that, those kind of things never happen. Yeah. Funny old gig. What number is this? Oh, I can't look on there. Three. Damn. You know what's funny is I was thinking, thinking about, I didn't mean to cut you off, Scott. No, you I was thinking about this today. That between three and four hundred seems for some reason for me. The other ones fucking just blew by, but this last segment, this last hundred, kind of dragged by a bit. I don't know why. We've been in the three hundreds a long time. I agree. I know what you're saying. But there is there is two hundred of them in a in a one hundred, isn't there? Because there's a point five on every one, or on a lot of them. Most of them, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking lately, and I have maybe three to five people I could reach out to to do an episode. Now you're thinking it'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Right now. Okay. Yeah. There's what some people I, I would need to push more toward it. Wait, what what was that question? I'm sorry, Eagle. So what are you waiting for, right? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. There's nothing. There's a little bit of procrastination issues I have, obviously, if we haven't learned from this episode. <laughs> Wait, we're no, we're like we're like unraveling the psyche of red pill. That's what you gotta talk and title it as uh, the red pill intervention or some shit. <laughs> We've been hammering on them all night, man. And there's two no, things no, I need. Really, red I, pill, what do you want to do with the rest of your life, man? Tell us all uh, about it. <laughs> I don't. You, should I come on for a, a second episode? Jeez. The future <laughs> episode. This is what went. Now what's next? Right. Well, well, I what was that? That. well, just trying to actually get back to growing cannabis. I don't think we were ripping yeah. at it too bad. We just no, I don't feel like that. Growing. No, dude, right. I, I don't feel like that at all. So that, I'm... There, the, I guess at the end of the day, that there's no one that could feel as anxious as I do about it as me. But then it's the other end of it that's more of a community thing that I'm missing on that. You know what I mean? So, 
it's I I don't want to use the term show and tell, but you know that's like the only thing I can think of. It's like I I really want to have you know, and it, a plant is a thing where it's growing. You know, it's starting, it's finishing, it's going to a next stage. So it's almost like a a phase thing you know like every day is a new thing that we're showing each other you know like here we go here's what's going on this day you know it happens that fast before our eyes so that's kind of what i'm missing is that just like included daily detail of you know we're all doing the same thing we're all on the same boat and this is what i got and you know we're looking at and a lot of times brother you do it on autopilot but there are those some days where the task dragged on longer than you thought and you stayed in your headspace and you properly spent time in the garden and it's fucking religious. And we all know those times and like that they don't happen every day is a shame, but that they still are there. That is that thing that you just described that process. It's a completer finisher type of a process that is religious for us, extremely rewarding. Yeah. I just love that that it ha- things happen as fast at a rate as it does, and that's the thing is like we all could show daily updates. Not quite quick enough. Fifty days would be nice. <laughs> but if it was fifty days, I'd be asking for forty. I, I like that. That news can be happened though. Like, say we get eight people in a wormhole, right? Out of that eight people, we're all talking about what what's going on in our gardens today. There's a discussion because, you know, we're all on a different day and time of our cycle. We're all doing one specific thing, you know. And at some point in the day, like, I like to interject and say certain things. And if if there ever is just a little bit of dead air, I feel irresponsible for not filling it in if I do have something in my gut that I want to say. But the only hesitation I have is the point that I don't have something to show for it. You get what I mean? I don't want to just keep constantly saying this and this and that, and then, you know, having a blank space to, you know, behind me. Um, If it bothered us too bad, we could always make you just use a virtual background. <laughs> no, hey, that's another thing too. I'm, hey, I'm slacking in that. I should hook up my. Uh, I do have a laptop, and my uh, the the fourth wall, I'm staring at like a 38 inch TV, so I should put up a lighting and a and a green back screen, and then do the green screen thing. I could oh, totally. You ain't even got to do that from your phone. You can actually do virtual backgrounds. Uh, it would show only just you and. If you had like a past garden, I'm not saying it to or anything, but I'm just saying it's a thing. Even from your phone, okay. you can do the virtual on the but Zoom. You can have anything, be, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go into them settings, just like you change your name. It says virtual background. Shit, you okay. can be in Thailand, right next to Captain Four Twenty. Like I said, I could, <laughs> you know, I virtual use a, background. I could use a picture of a former grower or something like that. Yeah, yeah, bugs, wax, whatever the fuck you wanted to use. Yeah, anything. There's a couple pictures. There's a couple pictures I'm proud of that I didn't take with a a tripod or anything. It's freehand. And I took a picture, and there's a few pictures where you see that whole mushroom like structure 
of a trachome and a few bud shots. Say 313 did it. Yeah. yeah. He's on the moon. Or on his way. <laughs> I'm on my way to bed. I'm going to check out on this one, guys. <laughs> well, thank you, Smiley, time. for hanging in yeah. on this one. Yeah, man. It's cool, guys. It's always fun. Another Monday wormhole. Yeah. Good to see you, Green 13. Eagle, always fun. Tuesday. It's not a brother. It's a progression. I'm doing it. Like I said, I was going to sign off for this, but now I'm going to say it. But uh, if there's anyone that has uh, rental spaces or in the real estate, let's talk in the DMs in the Michigan area. <laughs> I'm sure there's some getting, out there. Yeah. You can get me hooked up in an apartment. I don't know what the rules are technically to be all like, man, 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 you know. Back in Colorado, the apartment that I was at, they made the rules that there couldn't even be smoking inside the thing. And I got by with six years of smoking and growing in there before I moved out. And then I was in a, I don't want to, this is all another wormhole thing. But I was in a grow house. I lived, in, lived and slept in a grow house for a short period of time. And I thought the idea was to have my own 4K set up and then use that as a, you know, jumping off point. But that never fell off. That's all another discussion. Anywho. Was it <laughs> nice and warm? As well. Was it noisy? Uh, hot. Very hot. Hot, hot, hot. Very hot. Yeah. yeah. My It was a compromise. I don't want to go into too much detail. Basically, I was paying for rent to have a living room, a kitchen, a bathroom, a bedroom. And then my own space that had a 4K grow room in there. And then it, everything just snowballed into me figuring out I was being scammed out of something where people weren't going to help me set up that grow. And then there was, yeah, other things. I, they wanted all the way in the end. I'm willing to buy. Well, the, the worst thing was, I don't want to get into it, but they made it seem like they're not like my caretakers and they can't help me do anything. And it was just a way of me getting to pay like rent for that place. So it was kind of like worse than that. It was like me basically being scammed out of rent to live in somewhere where nothing was going to happen in the first place. Well, I hopefully somebody hears here's your your uh, request there, Red Pill. We'll get you here in Michigan, up and growing. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm I'm open to anything. Like I said it's I don't I, I'm. What What would you do right now? What style right now? Style right now? Well, yeah, medium. Medium. Medium-wise, I'd probably go to what I would call a simple super soil mixture, which wouldn't, basically all I'm saying by that one, it wouldn't be uh, um, oh, um, uh, over-redundant. It wouldn't be over-redundant in amendments. 
you know, I'm, I'm basically making a glorified potting mix. I'm making a cocoa perlite solution mixed with worm castings and rock dust. If you I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And then, some, um, kelp, some kelp and barley, maybe. Oh, the, the ocean things. Yep, a lot of ocean things, implements to it a lot of i don't i like baguano a lot of people are turned off baguano these days but i like a high phosphorus fruit uh um digesting baguano not very regenerative more. quite nice though yeah i i like what it don't use it too late no it's in the super soil the plant takes it up oh, yeah, it's in the yeah, leaves yeah. if the plant uptakes it it's already there a few other things I don't, as far as other implements go, as bottled things, the only thing I need is enzyme and some microbes, supplementary, uh, supplementing like azos, mycos, maybe something else in there for uh, microbes, enzymes plus or hygrozyme for uh, enzymes. And then that's I mean, that's really much, that's pretty much it. I could maybe throw a amino acid on there. I can do other things. I could maybe do an Epsom salt. Give the plant a little Epsom salt here and there. If we're going back to what I would want to do, it's very low in, inputs and uh, I'm more picky about the environment. I'm going to do something where I can dial in the environment where I have less than five degrees swing in nighttime and daytime temperatures. And then just, like I said, have a mild or uh, simple solution of super soil. And the only thing I'm feeding is maybe a humus tea, maybe a, a worm casting tea, enzymes, microbes. Yeah, that's about it. The, the plant's gonna get nothing but water for from day like 35 to 40. To like day 56 or 60. Funny, he's like, he's like, it's a simple, simple mix, simple mix. Just taking 15 minutes to run through the inputs and top breaths. And yeah, you know, it's simple, simple. I'm, I'm, I'm the same man. And it's, I, it's, I agreed with everything you said. It's, it's, so I'm not, I'm just teasing. Simple input, <laughs> but I wanted to be thorough yeah. about, about how I'd go about it. And then lighting, I'm undecided with. I actually just, on the, based upon last night's wormhole, I sent uh, Eagle and Cheddar Bob a link to the light that I was talking about that I seen someone grow with. Like, I want to say it was like in between like eight and 10 years ago. I, someone, I saw someone growing with an LED light that had multiple blue, multiple red and white and green LEDs spectrums with it. So it was theoretically customizable to every single wavelength in the visible color spectrum and this is an older light and it's been around for a while some com uh, commercial facilities went with it i haven't seen it other than the person that i seen grow with it that was like a test grower grow with it like in a, a tent grow or a home grow but it seems pretty dope and based on like last last night's uh conversation that we had it's an old light that i would say is more advanced than or, or modern than a lot of lights today or in the direction where a lot of people are programming and engineering lights today. So it would be something like that if I had the cash to do it, but I probably don't have the cash to do it. So it's going to be like a cheap hundred or a thousand watt HPS. 
unless I had the dough for this really high-tech LED light because I'm so picky about LED lights. So while you were sitting there, uh, when you asked uh, Red Pill there, I couldn't help but I was daydreaming a little bit. Uh, but I was kind of thinking to myself of like an outside like type system and I can't help but wonder like why don't they use like uh, like a water ride like technology why couldn't you like cement like a three by three trough into the ground and have like a plant rack suspended in that constantly moving Low that kind of would go back and you know back and forth, but ever looping, you know what I mean? Constantly running, and you just kind of kept your plants in there. And then in between, you know, water changes or even you know, whatever, you could just lift them racks and have somebody go through there with a power washer and fucking. I think if you had to actually clean them out every so often, but yeah, you're talking about like a Ferris be, wheel with with. Let's just go and splash through the water and back round and round. Is that what you're saying? No, more like a snake pit in the ground where the water just kind of, you know how like it, it would on a water ride, it just kind of the flow pushed you through the ride itself. Well, that kind of like well, channel, but have a floating, a suspended plant rack. The only thing I can think of down into that, that ever flow of water. For there's, outdoor, I'm thinking of this outdoor now. I'm, you know what I mean? For there's like a uh, greenhouse. So I'm pretty sure yeah. you're talking about river ponics, which exists. Is that really? Yeah. Yeah. I follow a dude. I follow a dude who does river ponics. So look it up. Yeah. There's it's that. Totally nice. I'm going to. Yeah. There's so they that. have just yeah. a pump, one, one pump, and it just pumps the water around a track, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, which is yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it all hangs. That's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Well, I'm thinking more in in ground type thing, you, but you're talking like a suspended, like uh, rack type deal. You can do well. It this is an indoor thing, too. It's like an elevated thing. It's all like at 45 degree angles or at some kind of bend, and you can do them like it, it, it's just like rows of plants instead of like a flood and drain table or. Uh, see a green it's just you know multiple rows of plants spaced however many inches you want apart from it, one another so yeah, yeah. I, I can appreciate that but I'm actually talking about putting it in ground and kind of using the natural uh, geothermal cooling to kind of help keep things you know a little bit cool but but my much much larger scale you know Are we I, mean? out? I can see how I know I can I've seen it kind of done indoors, but I've never seen like trenches actually dug and cemented in. You know what I mean? An actual setup to uh, where they are. What what would you think of method. how much of an incline would, would be acceptable to be able to do that in? Well how much kind of when inch? running water only needs a half inch every ten yeah. feet, and that's pushing it. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of run right there. You wouldn't even need that. I would say a half inch and 30 feet would be, again, quite a bit. You wouldn't even need the run as long as you had the motor or the current pushing it one direction, one powerful enough pump to get the flow. Yeah, it'll be all, that's Once I mean, you got it moving, it would take over. It's gravity. It would, yeah. 
gravity. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I've seen people do that. I've seen more people do that with like uh, leafy green vegetables more than cannabis, though. You know, and I'm wondering, like you're saying, like how much could you, how much, how much could you do to a landscape to make that like a natural feature? You know what I mean? Versus like agricultural thing, because agricultural, then you basically what we're talking about is just like a drip line. You know what I mean? I've seen like similar in like yeah, it looks like he's got gutters there. Is what he's almost that kind of oh, that kind of a deal. Yeah, 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 but in ground, in ground, yeah. So, so now you're saying in ground. I'm thinking that also, um, who's the dude who does uh, the fish stuff? Steve, aquaponic Steve. I think if you listen to some of his talks, some of the way he set out some of that aquaponics is done in the ground in a in a similar kind of a river type of a system in the dual root zone thing. I think so. Yeah. I think it makes it good sense. Yeah. It makes good sense. Yeah, the water will always fall no, downhill. You just have to pump it back up. And that's easy. It's such an easy type of a system. It, it, the leaks won't matter if there are any and that kind of thing, you know. As long as that pump keeps chugging, it's fine. Right. Because right. it's only, as you say, picking it up just such a very small distance. Yeah, even at that, I, like I was telling Red Pill, I really believe, even if it were next to flat, to be honest with you, yeah. once you got that water, water's a hell of a force. Once, I mean, even in a fucking tub, you know what I mean? Same thing. If you fucking, once you get that thing stirring, you get that vortex, you don't need a motor. You let off the fucking vortex is pushing it. So you, you only that need that local. slight push in that one direction. And mm. fucking the current would take over and keep it looped. It could be flat. You wouldn't even need pitch, mm. in my opinion. All of us could do that in a pool. We could all do the whirlpool. I'll go donuts around one, you know, in, in a lap, spinning around, do that for 20 minutes or whatever, then hop out of the pool. And that water is just whirlpooling. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'd but I'm 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 totally down with that. I, like I said, uh, I'm, there's a, a lot of the times when I ran out of ideas that I got out of the cannabis community, I went to straight up people that were growing, and it's very popular in the cannabis community now. But raised beds, like I Johnny went, Tech, reach out yeah. of the industry. Yeah, like uh, the the growing your greens guy, John Kohler. If anyone else and he follows him. I went through a rabbit hole or a wormhole of that I followed his videos and all the people that he visited and all their videos and all that kind of shit. That's where a lot of stuff I got ideas from, especially when it comes from composting, fungally dominated, you know, uh, compost, wood, wood chip, mulch, that kind of thing. Azos, or not Azos, uh, Azomite growing in like you know, like uh, setups where it was like a 50-50 of compost and azos that plants can survive there and how well they thrive. And something that's just compost and uh, azomite, sorry. 
Azos again. But yeah, I went, I got a lot of knowledge. Not the same thing with terpenes thing. A uh, very long time ago, I ran out and it's kind of widespread now, like uh, Jack was talking about with Ethan Russo. But when I started looking up terpenes and you would search it on Google, you wouldn't, in the ten, first 10 results, you wouldn't find anything cannabis related. In the first like one one to two results, you would find like university studies about ponderosa pines and terpenes off-gassing and causing nucleation and contributing to the monsoon season in Colorado and kind of like stuff that doesn't relate to cannabis at all. And that's how I found the doc, uh, Dr. Robert Pappas and stuff. And the same thing translates directly, you know, essential oil chemistry doesn't have to have anything to do with cannabis. You learn all that has to do with essential oil chemistry and then you can apply it to can cannabis, so. All right, boys, it's late, isn't it? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get started. Otherwise I never will. Yeah, well, I appreciate you popping on Green 13, man. Always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. I'm really, I seriously mean that, my friend. Seriously. Thank you, brother. Red pill. Yep. Eagle, have a fantastic day. Big love chat. <laughs> you too, brother. Have an awesome day. Uh, what else can I say? I do literally hear the birds chirping. <laughs> we'll lie about that. Birds are chirping. It's a long to carry on for. But um, <clears throat> I do want to be sincere to anyone that wants to reach out for help, you know, get me to another step to where I need to be. So and anyone that has thoughts or ideas on that, who knows how to help with that, can reach out to me. Right on, right on. Well, I'll see what I can do personally, and I'm sure anybody listening will see what they can do as well, my friend. Yeah. Much love for you, right, Bill. I'm always glad you popped on, my friend. Yeah, I do want to, I really actually, besides just being in front of, like, set a camera and being online, I do want to convey my uh, gratefulness for, uh, what you're doing here and being a part of this uh, community. So as much as Thoughts. I can say across the camera and with words, you know, I, I want it to mean a lot. It's a tough time and we all need, we all need an outlet, my friend. And I'm glad you're here. We all procrastinate, to be honest with you. It's our, you know, it's, it's what holds us all back. That's why you had some friends today kind of wanting to see you push on towards that goal. And again, it was no no ribbing there. It was genuine love around the table, brother. Just to see you wanted to achieve your goal. Know that. So. Well, the, the, it, it's, it, I feel it on my end. I, I do. I, I, I just hope it's a progression thing, you know? I mean, I, I'm really trying to be patient on a day-to-day -day basis. 
right? Because if I got check in on a day-to-day -day thing, it's going to be a slow progression. But I'm really, you know, you know, trying to push it towards a positive direction. Know the knowledge, brother. Know that. Know that as well. All right. Well, Thank I got you. probably about 20 minutes of shout outs to do yeah. and finish and touches before I get up to bed, too. And I don't believe there could be a guest tonight. I'm not for sure. I know there was a, I believe Joseph. Joseph was supposed to be tonight, but I'm not for sure if that's going to happen. If not, no biggie. Just a just a, a wormhole tonight. If all that happens, it'll just be a late wormhole tonight. So, all right. thank you. Eagle. I'm not here at 11:30. I'll be here a little bit later with the wormhole. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you, everyone in the chat. Thank you, Eagle. Like I said, I can. I want to convey my most sincerity to you over this this phone call or this Zoom call. Thank you for helping out. I can feel it. Thank you, man. You help a lot of people as well. Know that. Have a great day, man. Yep. Peace out to everyone. Peace out, Eagle. Well, that does it for 389. The wormhole. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed the, all the conversation. 72 in chat currently. Wow, that is friggin' amazing. I can just, I remember not so long ago, not so long ago, it was just 10 in chat, 5 in chat, and I was so very honored to be there doing it then. Today would have been, let's see here, today's what, the 4th? 4th, what do we got here? Who would have been today in history? Now look back. I got the calendar right here. Today, Tuesday, May 4th, last year, would have been the Fino Hunter. Ah, crazy how time flies. I'm going to send him a little happy one year. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. It is an honor. I mean that from the bottom of my heart for you guys following along. Hanging out with myself and everybody else that joins in at night after night. Rolls every day. Well, let's find some tunes so I can get this shout out going here. Martial Artist 2012, cheers to you. A little bit of tool, writing tool. Right in two after this uh, YouTube commercial. <laughs> then Lemon Pepper by Mercules. I like Lemon Pepper. That's good too. All right, guys. Here we go. Right into Dink. Grower suggestion. Many, many moons ago. Sub cool, D's House of Dank, Mama Law 710, Scarecrow 420, Green Dumb Bum, Christina MG89, Unplugged 705, Medical McCullough Cutting, Rick T, The Rebel, the 9207, Fabian Salinas, Dave's Not Here, Tom Spoo, Greg Walker, Mendo Dope, T Dog, Young Beetle, Red Eye, Jedi, Rose, Mother Nature, Justin Conway, Run, Run Boy, 7426, 
Set it up there like that. <laughs> Justin Gooder, Strongman, Oki, Grower 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Mole Vision, 420, Who'd You Cat Daddy, Taco, Don Slug, Rick S. In the Bushes, 827, Jane Simmons, Kevin Hines, World's Last Hope, Pats Fan, 420, Bio Mentor, Dirt Road Dude, Kanashiva, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Dan Goplin, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, Acetone, Dr. Ah! I already got that one. 710 Canoe, Cannon Queen Genetics. Good morning, Rasta Bob. By the way, I've seen you in chat. Man, I wish I could get you on again. Red Eye Rustler, Dan Bob Blint. I already did these. Sammy Tanase, Fudor, Dirtman Dan, Keith the Black Sales, Mr. Bosillis, Zen Brewing Gardens, Rasta Bob, Rasta Jeff, of course, that is the old crew Thursdays. Nine o'clock, Soul Root, Small Two Tyler, Frosty Buds, North Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big RTC, Modern Genetics, SoCal Wiener, John, Last PPG for the team, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar T Grow, T1 Productions, Dane Grower, T08 Romance, Miss You Brother, Miss Nudie Grows, I Gruesome, Johnny Cannacy, Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nicky, Zoe and Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation, Clover 420, High Spy. 25, Man of Tees, Do Move, Mo Grower, Canada Craig, Logie Rose, Sus, This Guy, Burton, 79, 79, Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaws, Voodoo Ultras, Fresno Nerds, Cali Connections, Wolverine Grows, Big Jar Grows, Jimmy One for Life, Blade, Wayback Farmer, D-Block, MMP, Nations Creations, Amber Lalonic, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sticky, Rob, Big Day 420, Brett Wendell, Big Ed, 1961. Manawani G3 Green Click JK Triple G Mr. Sprinkler Brittany Tyler TC Hope Farms Lisa G John BG Crazy for you BG WG 420 Dr. Bodswell Purple Thumb OG Arthro Sense Million Arthro Just Faith 420 Beast Coast Grower 420 Sir How Trey Balone Keep It Real Haggerton 420 Sub Zeppelin Audit Everywhere BT Double E Rose Bingus Miss You Brother Green Puffin Man Alex Boyka Jeff Chef Light School of Crop Koza Love It Green Mountain Grower, Southwest, Oki, Real 100, 212, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Age Farms, Me All Flower, Ryan Anderson, Green 13, Noob Tabot Windows, Kingdom, Ingham, Kingdom, Aquapanics, Indra, Michigan Native, Mary Jen's Men Gardens, Dreamer, 77, Double D, Bad Bunny, Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs, from 619 to 664, Spaniard, Cooper Jones, and Girl Pop G Bros. Rose Cass, the Girl from the Heart podcast, Luke, Luna, Green Med, Black, Jeremiah, Miranda, Sony, Free, Gloss Art, Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus, Soil, Jason, I, Stone, Pete, Wins, David, Colby, Mason, 662, Scroggy, McScroggy, the Fourth, Goddess, Rose, Kaylee, Chad, and Brad, Family, Fires, Polly, P, Kevin, Jodry, Mike, Hancho, Jay, Huggins, UDA, Green Tree, Huggins, Jacush, Joshua Steensland, Organic Homebuds, Warren Nelson, Boyd, Main Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Arts Live, Kelly, Claire Fresno, I'm sorry, Happy Roy, Dan the Endure Man, Gromies, Homies, Hamilton Gross, Clips, Mo, Keystone, Canada Flag, BA, Big High, 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Drew Hustle, Fred Darn Carlos, North Arizona, Beer Grow 420, No Sellout, Jesse White, Casting Yeti, Introvert Genetics, Soso J, Vixen Robin, Killer 8 Mo, James Buttercree, C Dub from NorCal, The Pharmacy Seed Bag, Dreadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhan, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick Mayhan, Rick Heyman, 
All right, Stephanie Dora, Antenna Seeds, Fab Carriers, K, Rib Mike, Rubles, The Drew Bear, 420, Maxi, 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up, Stu, Ruby, Blackpool, 719, Make Me Shake, Baby, Old Smoke, BWC, Grown Bugs, Lord Wasp, Mr. Weed Blunt, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Hansu, Grown, Floor Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Punch of Sound Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Food Back from Gone God, Lori Hansen, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. Family Pimp Jam make Bodie Face Show Me Sasquatch Fuck Google and you. I'm going well. Canadian Resource Poor Dirt Farmer Call Wright Sefner Humble Farms Stanley Farm Seldom Seen Old Park Gardens Title 9782 Smoke Packs Martial Artist 2012 Micro Slave Hefner. Sorry about that. Danny McDizzle Magically Fit KGB Roger Beer Mr. Green Fingers Motherfucking Thomas Rancho Coats of Plenty Monkey Balls Andrew Chaplin Bobby Lynn Meets Trent Sager Mr. Mac Tony Like Baloney Phil Mr. Wee Peace Tape Binti Country Roots here on Fire Genetics Earth Creeper Big Ray 420 T 101 Bugs and Hazard Beauty B Man Farm 616 Nala Mars Max Ruben Ruby Timothy McSkimmons Neo Jesse Beats Chronic 88 Fat Belly Real Jennifer Steels Kinvis 03 Turf Farmer Shannon Stevens Carlito Santino Skater Country Mr. Speed Wolfstein Firefall Wally Wookie The Goddess Grows Ross and Bob White Feather Grove Throwing in Troops Tone Gross Thanks The K Man Gross Buddy X Gunner 81 Smith Dude No Gross Sean McCann, Jay Monk's Stink Agenda, Wild Wild Can Grow, Fall Dog, Huron Canvas Council, Lisa Paris, Rockman, Justice Mate, 420 Men, Fresh Grow Thriving, Herbs, High Boy, You Mailman Grows, We Be Growing, Australian Grows, Love for the Plant, Argo, American Spot Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, Wise Eyes, Surf Crap, Michael Rune, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius Grows, Dank Brownies, Dandy, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavored, The Foraging Garden, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle Sea, Shadow Water, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, Media Jensen, Oz, Indica, Dr. MJ, Coco, Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, D's Bag, Drone Star, Shotgun, Willie, Dave, Yoda, Jay Simmons, Sherbro, Gross, Clackamas, DJ Conley, Aaron the Grower, Night 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roboy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas 420, Seeky Colas, Dylan Steinfort, PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Grove 707, JA Grove, J420, Cascadian Grove, those monkey four points a weed works captain scroggs monkey boats hans warrior jackie young terry lee live mcgassy tempe any and the urge green junior leon from all purpose plus green goose 11 swans 11 beaten new buds 311 mix up kind, kinder growths 11 are in evergreen haze g friend MJ, Matt, S.A. Ball, Dragonfly, B, Justin, Meds, Travis, Walls, Lucky, Mike, Seattle, Chronic Seeds, King, Chronic, Titan, from West Coast Feeds, Tango, Gasper, Asshole for Life, John Smith, Tommy, Trucos, Boat King, Raz, Pop, Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pilots, Ice Crew, from Green, Oscar, Green, Junior, Matt, Silbert, Into, 11, Stephanie, B, Shark, Bully, 989, Von Brown, Sovereign, Gardner, Stoner, Nations, 420, Joe, Wide Bugs, 1, 313, Grow, Painted Lady, Frank, Booth, Jay, Myers, Mid, The Chat, Mr. Randy, D, Bag Seed, Dr. DGC, Jeff, Shutter, 911 Dutch Grows 420 Scallywag 420 Skillable 1 Medgar 1 Empire Braiding Co. Roly Lost Leaf Liam Mass Danny Deco Danny Danko, sorry, B Bear 7, Ali Noble, CK Tom Trinidad, Looney Jester, Smoking with Small Town, Tim S, Mr. Lazy, Rafter Grows, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Robert Hinton, Dwarf, Ishkin, Corey, Jump Tap Farms, Mr. Green Thumb 420, 808, Rooting Prospects, The Cannon Bus Driver, Hating Life, Kim 710, The Operation Grows, T Ben, Rude Nut 619, Hammered E Nails, Dr. Scrambles, VB Moonrocks, GHF, Double J, Bio Green, Stealth Grower 56, Hanky Stinky 420, OG, KP, Ganja Nana, Your Mama, Georgia Joe, Roy Rodriguez, B Growing Nature, Best Nugs, Killer B Grows, Ganja Wizard, 
Husky Gardens, nut tree 420. Killer bee grows. Oh, yeah, no commercials. Good tune right here. Lost my spot. Nut tree 420, Dr. Who, Soil Life, Bully 4 Life, the Jeffro 420, B to 698, Dr. Franklin Booty. God damn, I'm big Ted's test. The Riffin' Fat Boy, Jack Greenstock, 420, 420, Boone's Farm, Charlie Farm, 420, Aldridge, 25, Smiley's Garden, J.D.'s, 50's Nun, Smoking Grove, Frazier, Road, Plasky, Twisted Roots, Faded Farm, 420, Jeff Dorowski, Jeanette, Ball, 420, Cameron, Mr. Backseed, Joe Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, Ginger Snap, C.T.E., Grose, Rick Wolf, D.L.P., 2372, Mike Denver, Ned Denver, Sergeant Pepper, 420, Ken Trooper, Blind Cat, 420, Light Up, again, 10, UKSIF 420 Food Boy Devin Shipwreck Medical MJ Huxville USA Resurrection Prophet Chris Martinez Dinkman Dan Dinkman 420 Red Sutter Farms Good Life Journey Bell TGP Most Hated Grower The Major General 420 Army The Mayor Can One Figure 714 Trotes Kineos Genetics Mountain Skies Ready Hit That Hot Fire Chris Merks Ian Save Robbie Sergeant Live Pepper Fay Cam Finger Lakes Finest Ridge Fresh Those Southern BT Grower Choose Medical Jerry Bear Plus One Mushroom Secret City Potneers my little tent, 2042 Spacewalker Christian, Cream Mum, T Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T Dwayne, East Coast Will, Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Elliptus, My Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest Seeds, Ross, Kyle Paul, Lemon Hoko, Trench Digger, Rita, Zuzi Light, Rita, Richard, Mary Bond, Simon Sizzle, 81, Nine Inch Colas, Chris Moe, DK Trades, Vision Creator, Guru, Dekan Brew, Canon Nation, JJ Wires. Wob Wobby, Sean Vins, Rescue Ready, Rescue Ready Roadside LLC, the Notorious Nugs, Magnus Seeds, Father and Son, Jeremy, Notorious, Dub T Dank, Jose Martin, Perez, Doggo the Hut, 420, Chibo Man, GR, Community Video, Detroit River Rat, Luis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Captive Audit, Chad Bob 13, Maine, 420, Mendor, Cooking Scoop, Jay Kendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods, All Good was here tonight in chat. Silent Mansell, Admin Skankin, Chanel Simpsons, One Smoke Away, Ganja Rhodes, Kazoo, Aaron Burnett's Rooms, Miss and Angel Studios, MG, 420, Growth Ramp, Paul Diella, John Fleming, Dinkovich, Fiber, Flower, Polly P, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Plenty Organic, Sun Man, Sun, Sun Man, it. Chibo Man, Sunny Partner, uh, Jeff Papali, Ricardo, Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farmings, Earth Candy Forest Farming, fuck all that be the Misfit Grower, Jason Line 512, Smoke Snake Eyes, the Northern 446, Jason Grayson, Sonar Baker, MD, hopefully you are well on the way to recovery, Sony Creek, Russ Zion, Prince Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Herman has Freebird, Moa Grower, Moa Grower, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Golf Coast Chronic, Sink Pad, Cavalier uh, Palero, Hard Lake Grower, Jet God, Steve Collins, Ken, Todd Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Island Hayes, Cuba Steve Speaks, J.R. Reem, Randy K. Farming, Steve Collins, TCDR, Claire Killian, Wardrobe Farming, Randy Grande, Pip 1000, Ace Boog, 3223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom, Upper Smiles, 50 Digits, 
Biscuit Guns, Mood Fred G, Super Bob, Broski 808, where you can have birdies, K-Bag, Justin Sage, Strong Style, Organic, Zippy, Medic 31, Honestly, K-Hell, Me All, Flower, Brand Boog, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, Newtons, KNT, Chris D, True Sierra, Four Times, Foe, Natty Dread, Barbara Matthews, Ancient Soul, Grown, Kevin Jiu-Jitsu, Ken of Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Glad, Low Cut, Edward Trenion, Foe, Main Meds, Raz, Banshee, Helen, Hugh, Janus, James T, Atomic Swing, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, Big High Flower, Lobster Brush Bowl, Mother Tree, Main, Red Pill, thank you for popping in, your boy, Road Boy, Aesthetic, Shannon, Gibson, Ruan, Brick W, Comfortably Known, One Smoke Away, The 840 Show, Richard Lamb, Red Pill, 710 again, Cannabis, Pursuit, K Rolling, K Rolling, Worthy Buds, Logan Man, 81, Old Will, Flower Padcast, Gantaros, Warren Dixon, Pink Lady, Luck, L-Mind, 0420, Surrounded by Keith Ferrari, Farms, Fringe Dwellers, Single Farms, Happiness Without Guilt, Richard Forbes, David Pimenta, B4 P-Funk, Richard Arnitka, T, I'm sorry, John Reach, What About Bob, Prince Patty, Daniel Bergman, Green Puffin Man, B. Dungley, James Chung, Sarge Groves, 818, John Wayne, Color, Carolina, Wood, Sister Golden Hair, Deanna, L. Jane, Carino, KNF Gardens, Blank 1030, Choose One, Only Feet, Farmer James, Crypto Dope, HIP Grower, Jane, Matt Javine, Dan Marino, Chronic Wonder, Sunrise Grow, Top Floor Genetics, Mold Vision. And two cannabis, Jess Fisher, my dog Nelia, Rooster, Alex Hardy, Hardy Gear, one and the same. Your clones getting huge. Many cropper, Daniel Gross, Photo, Ment Grown, Med, Sunrise Grows, my baby girls. And so great to see you all together this week. No Limit 916, Grumpy Toad, Alchemist, and Cannabis, Soul, Born Addiction, Ross, Joe, Alex D, Dirty Or, Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dan, Propagation, Sustainer, John McDaniels, Lisa Marie, Dip Blade. Daily High Fire, Perpetual Eagle, Proud Warrior, Sarah Funds, you Bring the side of the Dank Duchess, Kino, Max Ke- or Kelly Maxwell, Captain 420, Sink Fat, What About Bob again? Ill Justin 420, Pops Rooms, John Gorski, John Doe, Dugan Gangsta, THC4, PTSD, T. Barrington, Hunter Grown, Swamp Camp, Laro, Cannabinka, Beast Because, Jane Doe. Doe, rather. Mr. Mandy D, Cannafari, 420AB, Normal Matt, Franklin Guerrero, Barefeet, J. Brent, 74, CK, Brown Guy, 420, Pachyderm, 420, Burning Tree, Main, EA, Gray Sun, Grow, 207, Happy Net, or Hemp with GG, Jamie Ream, Supreme Grape, Stony Rockefeller will be here Thursday. Put it on your calendar, Cannabis Caveman. Brew City Synthetics, Hawaii Sustainable, Midnight Roots, Dead Cynics, Knuckles, Michael P. again, Michael, uh, Polly B. B. Nimble, Bud Kilowatts, Michael D. Four eight eight nine Disbanded Brothers, Basilium, Matt Joseph, hopefully you show up tonight, Medicine, RX, Keith and Chief, Hydro, Daily, Concerned American, Don't Cannabis, Bow One One, Freedom of Speech, Dr. Joinsworth, these trees, conscious Sudoku, seven tennis, all upside down. Who knew? Jesse Stevenson, Victoria Boyditch. Hopefully, I said that right. Sacred Garden, Cutthroat, Slick Rick, eight dog pounds. Oh, David St. Louis, Ermo Watts. Got that right. Ed Brand, Mont Mint, Maine, growing up. Uncle Elmer, off-grid terps, 
of course. There's a few others I, I noticed in chat. I have to, Christopher 54, I need to put you on the list. There's a few others that I've noticed. I just haven't had a pen here the last day, damn it. But I have noticed you guys. If I haven't shouted you guys out, I will get you on the list. I can. So sorry. But thank you guys very much from the bottom of my heart, as well as everybody else. I know it means a lot. You guys tune in night after night. It means the world, man. So, you guys know the deal. If this is the end of your day, please get some rest. This is the beginning of your day, the beginning of your journey. Please do something else for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. A living, breathing example of that. I'm going to say it every night, every day. Too easy to do. Phone call. Are you okay? Got to get that door. Long day. Did not work soon. Open that door. It doesn't have to be material or monetary. Good. Show your heart. Show them your heart. Show them your sack. Your weed sack. Ah. You guys have a great day. What is it? Wednesday. It's fucking home day. Maybe you do want to show them your sack. Ah. Just kidding. Have a great day, you guys. Oh, it's only Tuesday. Don't show me your sack. Sound bay. Don't show me your sack. Ah, love you guys. You guys have a great day. I will see you maybe, hopefully tonight. For Joseph, if not Joseph, if you can't make it, don't worry about it. We'll do it again another night. I do greatly Here's John. Much respect to you and thank you for all your help. Sure. John's been helping out, getting a lot of great guests. If I haven't known you back, you deserve credit. Well, this so ends 389. Have a great day.